Oh shit, we're back. It's an end show. I'm Kraftsdorf, you're MathWiz. Holy shit. And I'm the audience. Wait. Okay, sure. Um, hello and welcome to the end show. We are back with more of Bleach getting into a new art, well, getting into comments uh, first, I suppose. Um, I have a bunch, so I think I'm gonna start. Um, oh, by the way, if the audio sounds weird, I moved. Uh, <laughs> there might be a bit of an echo. But I wonder how many people would have noticed if I didn't point it out. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you doomed <Right>. yourself. <laughs> True. Okay. Um, starting with an easy one. Um, Box Story asked about our favorite fight in the series thus far, and um, I, I, it's still I'm not sure which one, but it's still one of the Kenpachi ones from Soul Society for me. Um, what's your favorite fight so far? Did it, is yeah. it still? I'm Earth thinking on. it's still Kenpachi versus uh, Toosen. That would But a even good one. then, like, the fight's not that interesting, but it's just like Kenpachi being Kenpachi, so it's cool. I guess that's just Bleach in a nutshell. It's just this being this because it's cool. <laughs> okay. Um, how many comments do you have? Because I have a bunch. Well, I got one here from Liable Punchline Dispenser uh, saying that they, uh, I knew Gein would become Mathwiz's hus- husbando from the get-go. So congrats to you for uh, yeah. calling that out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, because I think I was saying this, like, I, I got that sense. Or no, or no, I was comparing him to how you like Daydara, but either way. Um, so yeah, um, SSJ Shinigami suggested uh, that we watch the anime scene of Ichigo getting wrecked by Aizen. And I did, but only after hearing Ichigo's theme, because his theme is amazing in a weird way. And I don't know, I've seen heard a bit of the Bleach soundtrack, and I want to listen to more of it. Um, have you heard yeah. any of the soundtrack yet, Mathwish? Yeah, no, I listened to a bit of it. I'm not entirely sure if it's if some of the songs I listened to that I really liked were either from, like, the anime or if they were from, like, a Bleach film. But, uh... I know I looked up okay. Invasion and Treachery, and those were both top tier. They were they're good. Well, because you mentioned the movie, and the thing about, um, at least with like One Piece and Dragon Ball, definitely One Piece, is what, what'll happen is they'll they'll make a soundtrack for the movie, and then and after then they'll the movie, use they'll the use show. that soundtrack in the show. So yeah, it, it I know, like, both, basically. that was definitely a thing with, with Dragon Ball. Um and I think maybe even Hunter Hunter when they had their films, because one of the tracks mm. that plays during the Chimera Ant arc, I think came from maybe Phantom Rogue. Maybe. Maybe. I didn't. My, my brain wanted to die during Phantom Rogue, so. Yeah, I was going to say that's, that's the one I haven't watched. Good. So I can't confirm. Um, so, well, I guess we're all, while we're on the topic of the Bleach anime, you watched a bit of it recently? Oh yeah, I watched, um, I didn't watch, I forgot about the, to check the Ichigo Aizen thing, which that would have been a cool moment to look up, but I did check out, um, I looked up the, the Kenpachi Tosen fight, and I think the other one was, yeah, my, my two favorites so far, so I also looked up, uh, Ikaku versus yeah. Ichigo, and they weren't great, like, I know even, like, at this point I think I'm just content to just look up the Bleach soundtrack and not really looking to the anime much. Um, but even then, like, this, like the soundtrack was kind of okay in the scenes, but they didn't... I don't know, the tracks that they used for those fights didn't really stand out to me either, and it was just kind of... Eh. Like, I know I was talking to you beforehand that uh, definitely the the art style in the Bleach anime does not do Kubo's art justice. Um, like, there's the yeah, one it's really, shot where... Kubo's, 
Oh, go on. Well, I, I know, like, the one shot I saw in the Kenpachi Tosen fight was um, when uh, Ikaku and the other henchman guy, they come back, and they're, like, ready to to challenge the other two to get them out of Kenpachi's way. And there's, like, the one shot of uh, Ikaku doing, like, his, like, pointing to himself and looking all all boasty and confident. But in the anime, it just, it's not as expressive. It's just kind of, eh. Flat? Yeah, just kind of flat, I guess. But then again, maybe I just looked up bad spots in the anime. Um, well, probably would have been better I've for me heard... to look up, like, I don't know, uh, Ichigo versus Byakuya, because that's a big, important fight. So you'd think that maybe. if they're going to yeah. make any fight look great, it probably would have been that one. Right, and I've heard that as the anime went on, the staff got kind of got better at dealing with Ku- adapting Kubo's art. So, but we can't, you can't exactly just look up, like, uh, Bleach, final fight, it's like, yeah. whoops, um, spoilers, um, but, uh, yeah, so, that's just what I've heard, I haven't watched any of it in, like, ten years myself, so, yeah, anyway, um, another comment, um, oh yeah, um, one suggested that, um, maybe the series hasn't clicked with us yet, just based on our discussion, because I guess he disagrees with us on some things, or knows just the way we're approaching it, and, that's fair because um, I guess minor spoilers for the future discussion. Um, I don't know. I think Bleach is finally starting to click with me because I enjoyed this stretch of chapters. Like the the highs weren't quite as like there wasn't a fight as good as the Kampachi one ones, and there wasn't quite a series of moments as good as like the fucking Aizen shit that happened at the end of Soul Society. But the baseline enjoyment for me, this stretch of chapters was higher than pretty much everything before. Like I just I I've just been enjoying this arc a bit more than before. So. I think it's starting to click with me, um, but I don't know about you yet. Like maybe it just hasn't clicked with you yet, or maybe and maybe it never will. Who knows? Yeah, um, I, I, don't know. How do I you feel about kinda that? want to agree with you, but because like, I was thinking that as I finished reading the chapters, I was like, "Huh, this one was pretty good." But then I was thinking back on it, and I was like, "But was it? Like, it's not. Eh, like it. It's. Well, I, I don't know. It does some reasons, things better, but, we'll but it also see. does some things the same, or some things." Like, there's still problems, and it's like, was it really that much better? Eh, eh, we'll figure that out as we go along. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, well, because it's like, <laughs> I want to just finish the arc, because I want to finish Bleach, like, I want to have it all in my mind, but we're, we're stuck, we're stuck on the Nen show, and we can't really make it go faster because it's too much, it's, okay, like, the next two fucking episodes, we're gonna be reading, like, ten volumes each? Like, we still have twenty fucking volumes of this arc to go. Like, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm interested in it, but it's like, it's a lot. So we can't just like, oh, let's do, let's do three episodes in, a, in three weeks. Like, no, that's a lot of fucking reading. We wouldn't be doing anything else. And there was a thread on, someone said that the Fulbring arc is considered the worst one, generally. And there was like a big long thread with like 18 comments. And I'm like, I want to read this. But I can't. Like, I have to avoid Bleach <laughs> stuff because I, cause I, I, I don't want to, but I have to. <sighs> See, but so, I know you, yeah. you did say about some stuff clicking with you with Bleach, and um, there are certain things, like, I'll, I'll say more as we get into the discussion as it becomes more relevant, um, but there are definitely some things that might have kind of bugged me a bit in the past or, like, things I didn't pick up on, and now I'm kind of starting to, to notice just certain strengths that Kubo does have um mm-hmm. but uh yeah i lost my train uh, of thought dag dab it oh no, no um oh uh one really good comment was um igor saw here saw her saw her uh, um they were talked to they, uh, they talked about sort of like the the stuff with rukia and cayenne um and because what i didn't piece together 
was because the flashback was all about the sort of life and honor kind of thing. Um, you know, Cayenne chose to fight for his honor and died, and but it, um, but I didn't connect that back to Rukia because that's kind of Rukia's whole thing: is she going to die for her honor or is she going to live? And the arc kind of decided that she should live, and I didn't piece that idea together. Um, it was a good comment. So yeah, I'm already thinking like, man, I need to reread Bleach, and I'm like, oh no, I need to reread Bleach. <laughs> no, um, I don't quite have to reread it, but like, there's you know, if if it's not clicking for us, we're not going to be able to give it the full, you know, analytical weight we can muster. You know, like that's that's a problem for me in my for me personally is that like I would like to be able to bring my full you know analytical bearing to everything. But I only seem to be able to do it for the shit I enjoy, or, like, the stuff that really stands out, whether I like it or hate it, kind of. Like, I need to care before I really dig into a series, basically. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, I don't know how you felt, but, um, about that thing, uh, that idea, but, um... No, no, I do, I do like that idea. Um, what was I gonna say? I had a thought, and now I you don't. You keep having those, and then you lose them. Um... Well, because I guess what I was going to say, because recently Pedantic Romantic put out a video on Aromanga Sensei, and one of the things I liked about the video was how, like, the point of the video was that, like, the staff was putting in their effort on the show. Even even if they didn't necessarily like the show, they were still bringing, you know, they're professionals, they're bringing their full, you know, abilities to the, the production. And in making that video, Pedantic Romantic was bringing her full abilities into the production of the video, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice, you know, it's cool. Um, and I just... I don't know, it's like, luckily I have so many things I want to talk about that I don't need to, like, put effort into something that I wouldn't necessarily be interested in, but I would like to be able to, you know, if I need to. It's just, just, can I write a video as good as any of the other ones I've done on something I don't really care about? That's the kind of, my kind of issue. Or don't care about as much, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyway, do you have a comment? Oh, wait. You got one? What were you going to say? Okay, um, I had a... I see a comment here from uh, Orchid Bay. Uh, first of all, Kraftsdorf. It's pronounced Hogyoku. <laughs> so I know you were having some trouble with that before. <laughs> um, Hogyoku. Well, because it's like, I keep wanting to say Gyoku, but it's, it's uh, Gyoku, I think, right? Or Yes, Hogyoku. Yeah. yeah, so I, I, <laughs> I know. Uh, but the other part of this um, comment, uh, asking, how are you guys finding the, how are you finding the Bleach girls in comparison to Naruto's? And I know I was talking to you about this a little bit before the podcast as well, that, like, with Naruto, because I've been revisiting, uh, the Naruto Nen show for, um, a, a secret project that, uh, <laughs> will remain secret for now, even though I just talked about it, so it's not, anyways... <laughs> so at the start of that podcast we kind of had a running joke of like oh is this going to be the the well-written the, the strong female character we've been looking for because kishi wasn't great with writing female characters but with bleach we've never even really had to ask that question like from the very yeah. beginning i feel as though they're i don't know you have like orihime is a goof but she's got a bit more nuance to her ruki is amazing like they're like I don't I never felt like 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 Yorichi she's fucking one of the stronger you know presented characters like she was on par with Byakuya you know like there's never been an issue so and plus you had um, when um when all of the the captains and assistant captains and all these different ranked soul society people show up there's it's a good mix of you got your males you got your females you got you got a good diversity in there um yeah even I mean, though a lot like of people have issues with it like um I've heard people have issues with the women in Bleach 
thus far it's okay. That's what I'm going to specify. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah th thus far I've it's been it, fine. Yeah. Although I know for, like, one bad example, like, I know Rukia is, is best girl, but something that happens in this arc, like, she shows up and looks cool, and then eh, she just gets pushed aside, and it's like, why? Unfortunate. <laughs> Especially, like... With Rukia before, well, actually, no, I'll get back to that when we actually get to that moment, because there are still other comments to dig into. Yeah, um, well, you mentioned Orchid Bay. Um, well, I guess, to, real quick, to compare Bleach to Naruto, like, I think Kishi was trying a bit harder in some instances. Like, there was, like, some of the soccer moments were interesting, but overall, even though overall her character was kind of a mess. Yeah. But, um, but, like, when I think of, like, top three Naruto girls, I'm like, okay, um, Sakura was mildly interesting at times, even though she was kind of fuck up. Tsunade uh, was probably the best overall, but still kind of a fuck up. Hinata's cute, I guess. Like, those are the top three Naruto girls. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anyone up there, really. Like, like who? Karin? Like, Tamari? Oh, God, who, like, no. barely does anything. The Sound 4 chick who, like, barely does it. Who else exists? <laughs> Kaguya? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, because, like, Sakura... I, like, you were bringing up Sakura and Tsunade, and, like, think of how much... How much we bash their characters in our discussion of Naruto, but then we're like, they're still the most noteworthy. Like they're still the the most right, interesting. They're more disappointing because of how like they're also the best. Yeah. And there's we see like oh they could have been better, but they weren't better, and that's the kind of issue with them. So. <sighs> Although I will, you know, now that we're now that we're just getting more deeper into the discussion, into the into the discussion, I'm realizing that like the last three episodes of the Nen Show, I think it was pretty clear that I wasn't super into Bleach. Um, I don't think I really had. I don't think I came off as very invested <laughs> in the discussion. Uh, but this time around, like I'm, I'm itching to go. I'm ready to. That's the. Yeah, I think it's starting to, to click for us now. Go it itch itchy yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I see what you're doing. I see what we did there now. Um, I still got a few more comments to go, so we a little got a little little bit left to go. Well, because Orchid Bay also um, had a had a a post about um, explaining Byakuya's inner conflict a bit better. Um, just noting a few more details that I didn't sense. Uh, like it's still you know I still I at least got the gist of the idea with the personal versus societal um, conflict that I didn't apply the it gist? to. Isn't it, it? Isn't it pronounced? It, never mind. Never mind. Did I, did I fuck I'm up? Um, I, I thought it was gist, oh, but maybe I'm just being pedantic. <laughs> maybe I've been pronouncing it wrong my whole life. I do that. Well, because it's like you read a word and you don't know how it's pronounced. You're just like, oh, yeah, that seems right. Fucking English and it's stu stupid fucking rules and exceptions. Plus, like, there's there as many exceptions to the rules as there are rules. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and plus anyway, you've got something like like GIF, but people pronounce it GIF. And it's like, no, don't do it's that. Fucking, there's a fucking civil war about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway... Um, what I did, I, you know, I noticed how Byakuya sort of played into the conflict of, you know, of just personal and societal justice, but I didn't see how that conflict was in hit with him internally. Like it was kind of hit. So, um, it was a good comment. Um, still on the topic of, of Orchid Bay's comments, cause there's another one directed at me asking <laughs> if underdog characters are my favorite type of shonen protagonist mm. or even as a side character, uh, because I seem to be looking for it in Bleach and honestly, it isn't that type of story, which, well, I've been kind of looking at it too. Like I was in the first episode, I was comparing, noting with Ishida and Ichigo, how Ichigo felt like more like the talented character or, or it's like, he felt like the underdog, but he was actually more talented and Ishida felt like the the talented one but he 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 comes across as more of an underdog when next to fucking Ichigo so 
Um, but but yeah, in, in response to this comment, I I would say that I, de- I definitely prefer underdog stories or underdog characters. Um, like, that's just generally what I find more interesting. Um, but that isn't to say that I can't get invested in a, a, a top dog and opposite of an underdog, overdog, which I don't think that's a word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because, um, like... I think of of Son Goku from Dragon Ball, uh, and I'm talking like pre Z, because po- like once you get to the time skip split, then his character gets all eh, I don't like it. But um, <laughs> with like early Dragon Ball, Goku is very clearly not an underdog. He squashes everybody in most fights, um, but I still found his character to be interesting just because he he was funny and he was goofy, um, but he was also really like ignorant but honest and I don't know he was a he was a fun character. Um, but with Ichigo, like it's not that I dislike Ichigo's character, but I guess there's just a little not just the fact that he's not an underdog, but for there's just a little something else missing that I I'm not latching on to with his character, I guess. Yeah, and, I'm not um, sure about him yet either. Like I like him, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, although I think that's just me with a lot of the characters in this story, because I think like my favorites at this point are like Gein, who is basically just a character design and sinister presence at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, hopefully there's more to his character. I would want there to be more. Um, and then like Ikaku and Kenpachi are both cool because they just they just love to fight. So there's like some personality there. But other than like those. Three and I mean like Ruki is cool and Ishida is all right, but then like once we go beyond that, eh, I don't know. I, there's just not a lot to latch on to for me, and I don't yeah, think it's just because they're be not underdogs. Seeing our because because we're still at the end of the podcast, we're still going to do our top five characters and arc uh, preference order. So I'm kind of curious as to what our top five characters will look like um, at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Well, because it's like, well, because one comment I wanted by uh, Raziel Evernight mentioned the that there's apparently artwork from an art book of Totsuki as like a soul reaper with like a fox scarf. And it just, well, because it's um, originally, I guess, Kubo was going to go in more into all those other classmate characters and it, he was going to injure, well, minor spoilers. Well, why am I giving spoilers for what we're going to discuss? Um, you know, Shinji gets introduced um, earlier than I thought. And because he was the guy on the cover page, the covers on chapter one that I was like, oh, this character, I know he shows up later. And uh, but Kubo didn't get the chance to introduce him in the earlier arc. Um, in the oh, first that arc, like was, he was the going character. To. Yes. So um, so like, well, it just made me think like, you know, if Totsuki might have at one point been like with them in Soul Society, you know, and pro- maybe Shinji, too. I don't know. But it's like. But the editor was like, no, move on. And so Tatsuki sort of got, ended up on the cutting room floor forever, even though she's like, of the students who get got, gets left behind, she's probably like the, the best one. Um, but it's like, so it's, uh, I don't, and I've also heard that um, Bleach basically got canceled, like the editors forced him to end it. Um, yeah. So, which is, I, I, I wanted to, I want to see Bleach sort of as it was, as Kubo envisioned it. Like, I, it's, it's interesting because it's like, it's 700 chapters, but it's, that was too short apparently <laughs> and that's kind of like wait what the fuck like kubo's amb- like if that's true then kubo's an ambitious motherfucker like he's too ambitious for shonen jump like these <laughs> the two the biggest fucking manga magazine he was too ambitious for that's fucking insane like <laughs> that's an interesting thing I, I, about bleach because i as i was going through this arc it definitely hit me that like this is um you know, we're now like two, almost 250 chapters into this story, but it doesn't feel like it. And that might just be because a lot of these arcs are just, dare I say, bloated with a lot of fights that not all of them necessarily need to happen. But, um, 
Like, it doesn't feel like I'm... Because think about... 250 or so chapters how, how far was that in the naruto how much how much depth was there to that story with with bleach i don't i don't feel like there's that like was that the end of part one naruto about 250 in yeah yeah we were already right into part two by that point and Holy um shit, yeah and yeah, like chapter. with bleach it feels like we're still kind of just getting started because this really is only the the third major arc out of just six getting into. but yeah um well, because it's like, like, that's the thing. It's like, you know, we like, we like the long form stories. And I just feel like Kubo was going for like the longest form story. <laughs> like, he, he wanted it to be like fucking 1400 chapters, which is fascinating. Um, but like, I could, like, I see the way this manga was a fucking drag reading weekly because each individual chapter, like, what do you get? Not a lot. But you get from a full volume or the whole series, you get everything so i don't know it's i'm, I'm curious because later on apparently it gets even more uh i guess i'll say uh you know sparse in chapters so arguably blo- like it is like the last arc is like fucking 200 chapters this arc we've got another 200 fucking chapters to go um so it's super long um so but i'm but i don't automatically like i'm not against that i like long stories as long as it's worth it you know so we'll we'll see how i feel at the end um, I think that was my last comment. Well, <laughs> we're still on comments 20 minutes in, um, but I've got one more, well, technically two, uh, but they're both kind of similar, so I'm just going to lump them into one, by, uh, DJ, uh, mm, uh, how do I pronounce that? Uh, May, May Game 17, ugh, sorry if that's <laughs> wrong, um, but they left a comment, well, uh, yeah, they left a comment talking about the, the, the five big arcs in Bleach, and, uh, like, the, how they each have, like, a different motif, mm, like, yeah. different sort yes. of, like, languages, or, um, you know, just the way right, that everything I think is. It, yeah, like, uh, Soul Society is Japanese, this one is apparently Mexican or Spanish, I forget which one, probably Mexican, because I think Chad comes from Mexico, and then, um... We're coming up to English and German, I suppose. I think Fulbring is English and German was the last one. And then, but I think I know, the other comment you wanted to say was how each one is focused on a character, right? Like yes, and that, that, I, that I do like because, um, see, this is one of the things I started to kind of notice and appreciate with Kubo is that at least he did, because before I was a little disconnected with how the characters got their powers and they were, um, you know, able to go off to the Soul Society and fight these, you know, high-ranking soul reapers and whatnot um i've gotten over that by now and because like i'm seeing the way that these arcs are laid out according to like each character how they each kind of get uh some focus Mm -hmm. and i do like that as as a a concept because it is showing that uh, because like with he's shown in like with long form stories there will be a lot of new characters that get introduced and when that happens some you know previously established characters get pushed aside so these new characters can show off their stuff but at least with bleach um, Kubo is still, you know, he's got that core five and it looks as though Kubo will try to continue to keep them relevant and keep giving them something to do, still, uh, go through and keep developing their characters as the arcs progress. And I do, I do like that, that you do have your main five and they're not, uh, they're not just going to get brushed aside because of, you know, new Mm -hmm. cool dude shows up. Yeah. Because I feel, I feel like Soul Society did the introducing of new characters, which I like. I don't think we're gonna get a lot of new major protagonists, at least like villains, sure, but not good guys. Like I feel like we we've got all like we, we've got all the good guys basically, given give or take. So I don't know. We'll see exactly how it goes. Cause shit, I just had a thought, but now I'm losing thoughts. <laughs> 
Uh, let's just move into the actual discussion, like half an hour into the fucking podcasts. Well, see, I, like honestly, though, I like I like having all these comments, all this good discussion, all these observations that, um, you know, so, stuff I missed. You know, it's well, yeah, it's good. It, this is what bit... the show's good for. It's good discussion. It's good stuff. I like. Yeah, it. it'll, it'll be a bit different with Naruto, where it wouldn't surprise me if we had more sort of uh, longer comment related discussions because. Since this is our first time going through the story, we'll probably miss things, and this is our, like, clarification section, where you can go back and notice things that we didn't notice before, so... Right, right. Well, because as I, I often point out, like, when you're reading a series for a while, you forget details, but, like, even I think that's also true, especially the first time, just not because you're necessarily forgetting details, but you're not catching on significance when you might have otherwise, so, um, I don't know. Anyway, let's actually discuss the manga that we're reading. Um, so anyway, we are back in the human world. Okay, so right off the bat, uh, the charm- I totally forgot about the charm, uh, that Ichigo's dad gave Ichigo. That was- it- it was useless, but, like, I- the fact that they're bringing it up make me- makes me think it's still gonna be important later. Um, I don't know how- I don't know how you felt about it. Uh, yeah. you, you remember the charm, right? Yeah, I remember the charm. Um, yeah. I'm sure it will be relevant. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, um, we get introduced to a new character, um, Shinji, who's a weirdo, like uh, so many characters in the manga. Um, okay, so yeah, he, anyway, he's talking to Ichigo about the, uh, the Vizards, or the Vizards, um, or he does, but um, I guess before that happens, uh, or as that's happening, we get a certain uh, recurring character, uh, Grand Fisher, comes back. Um, well, there's a few, there's a bunch of shit, there's a few things going on, um, cause also Ishida meets his dad, and, uh, well, cause it's like, you know, like, okay, like, I, we knew he was gonna get his powers back, and we were just wondering how, but then when his dad showed up, I'm like, oh yeah, of course there's still another Quincy, you know, like, the, well, cause it's like, I like how they're kind of similar, cause he's, he sort of does like a loophole where it's like, oh no, he just says I'm not interested, he, he's like, I'm not interested in Quincy's, but he never said that he wasn't a Quincy, you know? Yeah. And, well, but cause later on, when um, Ishida's going with them into Huacomundo, he says that, oh, I told my dad that I wouldn't be involved in, with the Soul Reapers, but you're technically not a Soul Reaper. And I'm just like, well, like father, like son, you know? Yep. So, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, like, we knew it was fucking going to happen anyway, so I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I... Does it cheapen the original, the fight against uh, Kurosuchi, though? I guess that's the question. Well, I know as they're going like, through the training, for... that, that whole thing about, um, you know, how he used his maximum or final form or whatever, uh, it was touched on. I forget exactly what the details were because it doesn't come up until later in the arc, but um, they did at least kind of address that. And I don't know. I didn't really have any problems with him getting his powers back in this way. Uh, I definitely could have well, it's, seen... It's not like he was handed them, he had to work for it, and there's... Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a bit more to it than we read, because his dad was kind of disappointed him in the end, like, because I think he could have used this technique, but instead, and done damage to his dad, but instead he uses the different one, so, like, like he's too soft, maybe, so, I feel like the, we're not done with the, that story yet, so it's hard to fully comment on it, um, but, uh... I will say yeah, another yeah. thing that I've or, noticed about about Kubo specifically in this arc, although I think it has popped up in the past. Uh, well, no, it was more so it, it was all coming out of the woodwork this arc. Um, I like how Kubo is able to... I mean, it could also be perhaps a tad problematic depending on how deep you want to look into things. Um, but 
I thought it was interesting how Kubo is able to... Mm, how he's able to introduce these characters, but, like, when he initially shows them, like, not show off their full strength and then bring them back later and show, like, oh, this is how strong they actually are. Like, uh, who is the... I know... What's his name? Uh, Hat and Clogs, I forget his name. Uh, Urahara. Yeah, Urahara. Like, he is a good example of a character who gets... I mean, he was introduced back in the first arc, hasn't really had much to do, but you don't question when he shows up and starts fighting things that, like, oh, yeah, of course he's strong. Uh, yeah. That's to well, be expected. Well, because it's like, we know he's a captain, you know, or he was a former captain, so we know he's a captain level, so when he shows up and it is captain level, it's like, yeah, of course. Um, so even though we haven't seen it, we, we know. But, um... Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, well, cause, cause there's a lot of that, like, especially, like, later on with the RN car fights, there's a lot, there's a lot of, like, characters not using their full strength, but it usually makes some, it, like, some kind of sense, you know, I guess the issue is also repetition, um, I didn't have an issue with it, this arc, but, um, I don't, I'm, see, I wonder if I'll ever have an issue with it, I don't know, um, so, if we're done with the Ishida stuff, um, I, I fucked up, um, the talisman did become useful, like, immediately, because a clone had it, and he got attacked by Grand Fisher, and it protected him. I'm like, oh, right, I forgot about that. Um, and then we get a little bit of a, a reveal. Um, how did you feel about ich- Ichigo's dad being a soul reaper? The, this also kind of plays into what, what I just said moments ago. Because, uh, like, Ichigo just having this massive uh, wealth oh, yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. spiritual energy. Like, where does that come from? How would he have that? So, like, I'm not surprised that his father's a soul reaper. And... Well, because I didn't actually th- connect that. I'm like, oh, yeah, his dad's a soul reaper, so he has that precedent. Like, he's... Ichigo's half dead. Ah. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> well, see, because I didn't think about, like... Because I already knew. Um, I, I was spoiled on that. That was the... I was uh, mentioning that in the first episode, because I remember um, Rukio was talking to Ichigo about how hollows go after big soul energies... And I was like, but, um, and I specifically mentioned that, um, Ichigo, the first thing that, like, the Soul Reaper didn't go, the Hollow didn't go after Rukia or Ichigo, the Hollow went after Ichigo's dad. And, um, I, cause I knew, so I, I pointed that out implicitly. So, yeah, he, 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 Kubo had it in mind, this isn't any sort of an asshole, you know, it makes total sense with Ichigo, you know, like you just pointed out. Um, so yeah, um, I'm cool with it, is what I'm trying to say. And, uh, okay. I actually really like the the Grandfish. Okay, here's the thing. Whenever I hear about Grandfisher, everyone, oh, it, his he got he gets beaten easily. Oh, it was lame. Oh, how did you feel about that? Uh, for, was Grandfisher the one that? Uh, this is the one who killed Ichigo's mom and tr- got turned into an Aran car. Remember how I was mentioning Aran car before you knew what it was? Yes. Uh, which one did Grandfisher fight? He fought Ichigo and um at the graveyard when they went the moms they went to see their mom's grave. And no, he no, fought, no, no, uh, no, 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 I mean, you said that Grand Fisher shows oh, fought, up and, uh, and dies Ichigo's, easily. He he fought Ichigo's dad. Oh, this that was Grand, the character? That was, that was Grand Fisher. Turned oh, into a, um, um, turned into an iron carp. Okay, I guess they're dead now. I didn't even know it was the same character. <laughs> okay. Um, For so, yeah. Well, because, like, after after the fight, um, um, I think, yeah, Urahar comes in and he mentions, the, like, oh, was it, was, was, was it about vengeance? But, um... Oh, that's what all that dialogue was talking about. I was so confused reading that. (laughs) See, this is what I'm saying about forgetting details. 
you forgot this character that showed up again. <laughs> Even though I, I, yeah, no, it's fine. Well, but anyway, um, well, because like I guess the issue is that people think that like you know it was so personal with between Grand Fisher and Ichigo, and then Grand Fisher just gets taken off easily by another character. But I was okay, here. Okay, there's a few reasons I was totally fine with it, and I thought it was actually great because like so there was a video I got linked to, but it was basically called um. The danger of losing your themes, and it was talking about sort of grief and regret in Bleach, and how sort of that was this idea in the early arc where you have these hollows who are, you know, they like they start out chained to the world by their regrets and griefs, and um, they then they become monsters while the main characters all have some sort of like like Ichigo's mom is dead, um, uh, or Hime's brother is dead, like so they have to sort of move on past these griefs, and but that's the thing moving on like i'm not sure how much of that idea could have been said um after that those original well because the other thing is in soul society there was another comment pointing out how like the rain stopped like with ichigo and his mom that you know he was always he was always beaten up about that death but he wanted to get stronger so that that wouldn't happen again and then soul society happens he got stronger he prevented it from happening you know he's he's more or less over his mom like he still has to protect his friends of course but he's 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 able to now like so there's no reason for him to keep holding on to that grief. So, and that's what sort of what I took from this, because, you know, Grand Fisher, he is that grief, the, you know, of um, Ichigo's mom's death, because he was the one who killed her. But also, he he was bragging about the size of his sword, his, like, Zanpakuto. He's like, oh yeah, the, the, these get bigger the stronger you are, look how strong I am. And then, but, like, the whole thing with uh, Soul Society was Ichigo sort of learning to refine his power. So, basically, th that's what I took from the Grand Fisher encounter, is that he's he's basically the past that needs to be moved on from and he that's why he gets destroyed so easily because like the, those are the old ideas were going into something different that's that's what i took from it i thought it was great <laughs> and then also i guess on the like on a character level for ichigo's dad um cuz obviously there's still some personal investment there cuz like that was his wife that got killed by this thing right and well so... that's well cuz after they talk yeah well yeah cuz it's like and so, if you want to kind of cuz it's like Okay, if Ichigo fought Grand Fisher again, like let's pretend Grand Fisher is actually strong enough. Like, what what would we be able to take from that? Like, it would just be sort of rehashing the same ideas. Like, okay, he wins. Like, yeah, he's moved on. Like, I don't I don't see how it would be great if it happened like that. Like, he's already moved on from it, so it's like whatever. But instead, we get so instead we're getting it to characterize this like new side of a character we've already kind of known with uh, um, Ichigo's dad, who's Ishin, I think. <laughs> I keep forgetting his name. Nope, that's um, right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like so now we're learning about this new character using these old this old you know the Grand Fisher who's like this representation of like the previous two arcs, and then we're but we're using that to characterize a new character and like so we like we, he's already kind of like he he regrets that he couldn't save um his wife but he does it but like there's no like he doesn't he doesn't seem to take pleasure in defeating Grand Fisher like um you know he was never he just like he as he says hollows do as hollows do like it's just that's just how it works you know he was. He was never super, like, beat up about it like Ichiko was, so of course he's able to just destroy Grand Fisher easily, like, on an ideological level. So, yeah. It was good shit. <laughs> and, yeah, apparently this moment is infamous, and I'm like, why? <laughs> it's good. Maybe it's because people people just want fights. They just want to see cool shit, and they don't, like, but get Bleach narrative gives intent. But so many fights. Perhaps more than <laughs> even is necessary. Why do you need more? <laughs> I guess I don't know. Maybe someone in the comments has a different ins uh, perspective on the Grand Fisher thing, or maybe I just blew everyone's minds. So who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I liked it. It was good. Oh yeah, I guess another thing that works out is like they're talking about sort of Aron cars and sort of like how 
Because there's, like, different types of Menos Grande. Like, I think the one that uh, Ichigo fought at the end of the, uh, the, the, the Substitute Soul Reaper arc was... He was, like, the, that was, like, a foot soldier level Menos Grande. And then there's, like, two other levels beyond that. But, like, so I think most of the, the strongest Arankars are, like, the third, str- the, the most powerful level of Menos Grande. But Grand Fisher, he was just a regular hollow. So even though he was turned into an Arankar, like, actually think about it. Like, he's, like, bragging about the size of his Zanpakuto, but it's really, like, about Ichigo's size when he was first starting. So it's not really that strong. Like, he's just, he's, he, you know, within the rules of the setting, Grand Fisher was a joke, basically. So, even as an Arankar, um, that's just one thing I noticed. So anyway, but, um, everyone's kind of, like, Ishida's trying to get his powers again, and the the Vizards are trying to, um, convince Ichigo to learn to master his hollow powers. So we've, because we finally got a little bit uh, more information about that, um, what was going on last arc with the hollow mask that kept fucking following Ichigo and being spooky, and the hollow Ichigo inside of him. Anyway, they're, so they're kind of just debating about that stuff for a little bit until um, we get, uh, the two actual Arankars show up, um, Okiora and Yami, um, or Yami, I don't know. Oh yeah, so um, the, the, a couple of interesting parallels I noticed is like, okay, so they, like, Yami and, Yami and uh, ok- Okiora show up, and like, Yami does like a soul suck thing, and that reminded me a lot of um, Yu Yu Hakusho, because... A bit into the first arc, there's, like, three characters who show up. Uh, you might know Hiei, just from, uh, or Kurama. But there was, like, a big guy, too, and he, like, ate souls and sucked them up, I think. So that, that remi- this reminded me of that. And then later on, uh, Okiara, like, punches Yami. And that reminded that, that then I got, like, a flashback to, like, Vegeta and Nappa. So it's, like, I don't know, it's just, like, there's a big, small, like, the, the small guy is always the stronger one when those things happen. It's fun. Um... But yeah, anyway, we're getting introduced to the strength of these new RN cars because they they just fucking wreck Chad and the Orihime is actually well. We find out a bit more about Orihime's powers because um, she's got some shit going on. We don't a bit, we don't find out everything because there's still more of the series. But she's actually able to hold her own a bit against the RN cards better with her shield. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, did you have anything to say about this this sort of encounter specifically? Like Urhara show, and Yorichi show up and they fight for a bit. Um. I don't know, I just, eh. this is one of the things that I guess I dislike about this opening to the arc, this whole stretch of like 60 chapters, is that like, a lot happens, but I don't want to say nothing happens, but like, I feel like it all just kind of bleeds into each other after a while, because there's just, that's just the thing with Bleach, is that there's just a lot of fights, and I don't yeah. know if I there's mean, I was enough. like I was like skimming through it, trying to remember something to say about it after the, um, the size different observation, size difference observation, because it's like, um, oh yeah, I guess they fought for a bit. Well, because like I guess, yeah, Okiora is, you know, he's like, like, oh, you're trash. They should be killed. But then, uh, but then he decided not to kill Ichigo because he was trash, not even worth killing. I'm like, oh, okay. But they they, they explained it a bit better later, um, when he was explaining himself to Aizen. So, I, ultimately, I'm fine with it. But at the beginning, I was a bit bothered by the apparent contradiction. So, but and of course, and I guess going back to the, your points earlier about the sort of like how strength is managed, like we find out, like like they they haven't even used their um, bankai equivalent where they um, merge with their sword and change forms. Like they they these guys aren't even trying basically. So um, even against Urahara and Ichigo. So yeah. Oh, okay. And I love this scene after they um, after the Arankar fight. Um, then the Arn car leave and leave everyone battered and broken in there at the school and he, there's like a bunch of voices outside and you see a bunch of feet and then the fucking soul reapers just I love that 
because I didn't expect it at all. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that was pretty fun. Like they just put on uniforms and just like went to school. Like they're all like fucking hundreds of years old. They're just like, hey, stuff as you go. And they don't give a fuck at all. Oh, and then fucking Rukia. I was like, yes, yes, it's Rukia. It's Rukia. She's back. I love her. Well, and it's like you know they like Ichigo's in his Ichigo's in a slump from you know fucking up with the RN cars, and then they sort of go back to their old routine. You know, like. Because Rukia is a Soul Reaper now, she doesn't need to go out with Ichigo to defeat a Hollow, but she was trying to prove a point. You know, like she doesn't actually fight. It's oh yeah, it's just like I think it was like what chapter two when um when she was trying forcing Ichigo to sort of like be, be a Soul Reaper. Um, remember? Because he yeah, was like, so I'll like only a do call it. back to that. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I didn't catch that until like noticing because noticing just the way she's sort of like standing at the side and like speeching at him, and you know he's got to get his shit in gear because you know. Um, just, there's a different purpose behind it, but it's definitely a little, you know, again, it's, it's going back to form. So the reference works, you know, for, you know, cause it, you know, cause it's, it's sort of just, you know, kicking Ichigo back into gear. So he, it's not moping anymore, you know, getting Ichigo back to normal. So yeah, that was, uh, Rukia is good. It's nice seeing more Rukia. <laughs> she's so adorable. <laughs> like, oh yeah, later I think they're explaining shit and she's doing a little do- cute doodles again. And I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's so good. I I, I like uh, the, the little doodles, especially considering just how so- cool the designs are supposed to look, the way Kubo initially draws them, and then just seeing them sort of, you know, boiled down in these little caricatures, cartoony-looking animal things. It, it's great. Yeah, I'm starting to think that maybe part of the reason I like this arc is because it's sort of taking, like, some of the good aspects from, like, the, the Substitute Soul Reaper arc and some of the good aspects from Soul Society. So it's like merging the... Like, it feels like a mixture of both, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. And I think it kind of... And I think it works. So yeah, anyway, the, the Soul Reapers come in. They inform everyone about the situation, explaining the RN cars and the um, the whole Gyoku. I think... <laughs> I gotta, like, stop, pause before I pronounce it. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, sort of hyping up Aizen, because he's... You know, the, the, the big... Well, because it's like, after I guess at the end of the last arc, like, because, well, you know, people say, like, oh, Ichigo, he doesn't have a goal. But I'm, at the same time, I'm like, okay, what the fuck is he supposed to do but react? Like, he can't... Where No one knows where Aizen is. Like, they are they just going to find him? Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is about the best way to handle it. You know, give Aizen a reason to antagonize the main characters and have him do it. And then, you know, like, later on, they they become interested in Orihime. So, yeah, it's fine. And we get introduced a bit to Grimjo, who, um, he's a guy. He's definitely a character. <laughs> but anyway, now that they sort of know the the, the, the deal, like, I, the Soul Reapers are kind of integrating a bit, like, um, figuring out where they're gonna stay, um, and they kind of get into, I guess, training, you know, because they, they know, like, we have, we have a timetable, like, they need to get, um, ready by winter, um, but of course, well, I guess before they could really get into that, uh, Grimjo's like, fuck it. Um, he wants to start some shit. So he brings a bunch of iron cars and they invade and we get a bunch of fights. And it's, uh, oh, okay. Before we get into that, though, I love the fucking scene where, <laughs> oh my God, um, fucking Ikaku. He's like, um, these rice balls, they're so hand rolled and packaged so tightly Yes, and I love the way it's, like, drawn, because <laughs> it looks so serious, but it's just this... this There's r- a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, of course, these Soul Reapers with their feudal Japan, you know, um, lifestyle would be, like, 
what the fuck is actual society? <laughs> it's just so dumb, and it's so like you're like you said, he's drawn so seriously. It just enhances the joke. <laughs> oh, I just that that moment has stood out to me of just the, these. It's already for sort of adjusting. And in different ways, like, Hitsugai is sort of just, like, fucks off. He doesn't want anything to do with anything. And, um, but then, um, uh, what, what's her name? The, uh, chick, uh, Matsumoto? Yeah, she's just, she's just incorporated. She, she's, she's just a natural. <laughs> so, um, anyway, Although that's about on the topic all. of her, let's, let's talk about my new favorite character, Khan. Yeah, uh, same, uh, same. Because, <laughs> uh, like, with him and uh, Keigo, Asano, the other dude, uh, uh, more so with, with Khan, because, like, I remember in the first arc, he was kind of an interesting character. Like, there was an interesting idea posed yeah, with him about, like, his, the nature his arc of his was one of, creation. Yeah, he, and, yeah. yeah, just yeah. the... Because, like, he did, he did well, have like, the... He did have like the um, the jokey jokes, you know, the the same sort of. He was still a bit of a perv, and he did his stuff. That's all he is now. He's just that now. He's just that one gag. And Basically, it's, it's not. I mean, funny. there was a little bit at the start where he was, uh, you know, he because he was attacked by a uh, grandfisher at first. But it's like, yeah, well, because because when you mentioned it, I thought what well, my first thought was like, well, you know, Roshi and Jiraiya are perverts too. But then I realized like they have more to them, at least usually. Um, with Colin, it's like, like, I'm trying, like, yeah, the soul pellet thing was important back in the day. Like, it's not so, like, mm, I don't know, especially now that most, like, because uh, he had Karin come in and she she knows Ichigo's a soul reaper, and she was talking, trying to talk to him about that, but they got interrupted, and then that never really came up again. Um, but like, like, there's little, like, I guess it's he's just kind of like there, like, yeah, I, I don't, and I don't really see how Colin could really be reintroduced to the story as like a like a fighter. Like, or, like, like he, he feels like he should be part of the gang, but he kind of isn't, so he's just, like, kind of, yeah, he, he's just kind of there. Like, he's just the comic relief. And it's, like, which, like, there's other characters for comic relief. Like, we were just talking about the Ikaku scene. Um, there, like, there's... He, it's, he just seems kind of unnecessary, except for as just, like, someone to be in Ichigo's body when Ichigo isn't in his body. And that's only going to be relevant for, like... Well, I mean, he did, in the volume ender pages, he was doing stuff during the, uh, while they were in Soul Society over the summer. Like, he was, like, but that's kind of all he is. It's like, just, like, they could do that with any soul pellet. Like, later, um, Rukia puts the, she use, she puts a pellet into herself so she can, uh, go Soul Reaper. Um, and she has her own, because uh, I think, the Chappie, I think it was, the original one she wanted. That was, just, like, super cutesy. Um, but it's like, yeah, like, that's all you really need from Colin, and it's just Colin has a different personality, like, that's it, but it's like, yeah, he's just, he's just kind of just a comic relief right now, and, and he's I'm not, not sure. funny, he's <laughs> aggravating every time, because all it is is just sex jokes, and he, uh, uh. yeah, but it's like, I'm not sure how they could do, like, what, what more could be done with him either, like, so he's kind of like this artifact that doesn't need to be there, like, it was an, an interesting idea, but that, that was kind of it, that, like, and then, you know, <laughs> but then it's like, what else could be done with him? I'm not sure. So, eh. like, how do you, how do you make a, a like, a, a mod soul be able to fight fucking Aran cars? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it just, I don't know. It just makes me think of, like, well, I guess just a lot of shonen. Well, I won't say a lot of shonen because I've only read so many, uh, but maybe I'm just not good at reading the right shonen because it seems like this type of, you know, like pervy fan service stuff seems to be in 
multiple, you know, in, in these stories and they're never, I won't say never, but they're, I don't know. I feel like, like with Naruto, I think there were, there were moments where it was, uh, it was just not. Well, since you mentioned Naruto specifically, like, I feel like, you know, these series are intended to be enjoyed by younger viewers and like, yeah. especially with Naruto himself, because his perviness was part of his childishness. Like it's also shown in Konohamaru, who's all, who's also a child. And so I feel like it's a bit like you don't really quite get that in America because well, like I, I do with, like to a degree. Um, like if it's part of who the 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 character is and like, but there's more. Well, like, no, 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 with, no. With, it's more. No, I, I have a different. That's not really my point. Um, okay. What I'm trying to say is in America, perviness isn't like it's there, but we're, it's more since people are adults are more prudish. Like, oh no, you can't show boobs. Okay, no boobs are bad. You can't. No, it, it's. But with Japan, I think that the perviness is supposed to be seen as a childish element. So it's a and it is a work that's intended to be. You know, it's in a, even if it's not aimed at uh, children, a children will, will still, a child will, a children, <laughs> a child will still find it when they read the magazine. Like, yeah, Death Note was in Shonen Jump, so that they, they couldn't put, like, rape or boobs in it because a child would still, like, they, they a child probably wouldn't like it, like a young seven-year-old, but they'd still, like, be able to read it and not, you know, they're, they're, it's still in the same magazine. So, but it's like... I guess my point is like it's it's I, I is it there for kids maybe like it's expected to be like like it is a childish thing like I guess or like I, the I way the way they... that it's integrated is in a more childish manner I don't know because maybe well I know when I'm I was to, first I'm getting just, into it, it's anime common and between fr- like perviness is always kind of there is what I'm trying to point out so, yeah and it's I question guess is how it's well just it's an element that yeah. that shonen stories don't ever really integrate all that well because um, I know like. When I was first getting into anime, I was very anti, like, you know, I was one of those people who was like, oh, no, fan service in this show, that then it's inherently bad. Um, <laughs> but then I started finding different stories that integrated it in different, more interesting ways. And, um, yeah, yeah. But whenever I go back to these shonen stories, like a Naruto or a Dragon Ball or a Bleach, um, it, it probably is because of that it's being aimed more at that younger audience, so they only want to... There, I guess there's... Because there are certain things that you can't do and still aim it at a you know, uh, younger audience. So perhaps because it's at that younger audience that these jokes are integrated in a way that I don't, eh, I don't appreciate. But like, well, cause I mean, see, cause the thing, mm-hmm. I guess like with a character like Naruto or Konohamaru or Jiraiya or even, uh, Kame Senin, Master Roshi, uh, like, the, like there is more going on with their characters and like, that's just a part of their character. And so at least on that level, I can kind of accept it. But like with, with Kon, there's really no purpose for him in the story anymore, and this is just all he is, and I think that's why it's just it just aggravates me because it's like you could just cut it, you could just not have it. <laughs> nah, I guess this is maybe how people feel about Mineta and My Hero Academia because that's mm, most of what character, his character yeah. is, and it's like everybody in the story recognizes that this is not good. Like even with Khan, he's getting beaten up by everybody because it's like you know you're being dumb, you shouldn't be doing this. It's like, why is it in the story at all then? Like, you want the comedy, you want the, the tonal balance, you want the comedy relief, but, like, there are other ways to do that. Other characters have done that. Bleach has shown that it can do comic relief effectively and not kill the tone. But, like, ugh, every time that Khan is on screen now and doing this, eh. <laughs> I just had to get that rant out of the way. We're done. I won't bring it up anymore. Okay. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. Um, what I'll try. Of the next stretch of chapter. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, I'm not sure how much more I have to say on it now. But it's like, because again, it, it, like I'm, it's it's everywhere. It's very pervasive. Um, 
And the question is like, okay, you know, like what is it in service to, you know, how much of it, how much of it do we really need? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Um, anyway, so moving on, uh, we got a bunch of a pair offs, a bunch of characters facing down in their fights and we get, we get some Rukia. That's very nice. Like, cause it's like, I, I always, I, I'd never seen Rukia fight before. Like we, neither, neither of us have. So I, I didn't really, th never thought about how strong she might've been. So it's like, um, cause I always just assumed like, oh, um, yeah, cause she just immediately gets like turned into a human or base or, you know, lo lo stripped of her soul reaper powers. So she's just kind of there. But no, then she's fighting an iron car and she, well, it didn't, the iron car, you know, underestimated her, like all, as all the iron cars seem to do, at least in this arc. Our stretch of chapters, um, because yeah, he um, he was like, "Ha, huh, I, I, you missed. I can fly." You, and then nope, it didn't didn't happen that way. Because um, that's basically what happens with the other three later. Because uh, they um, they were sort of like the Arn cars seem to like playing with their food is what I, what um, I, I seem to notice is um, they just sort of toy around a bit, and yeah. which allows the Soul Reapers to sort of like you know Rukia had a trick to her power that the other guy didn't understand. And the other three later, they... Well, because I was thinking about like the whole that the whole time. It's like, I remember the rule of how Soul Reapers, um, they limit their power when in a human world so they don't cause too much damage. Um, and I was like, I kept thinking about that, and then it actually comes into play when they, you know, um, get approval to remove that limitation and then go full fucking ham and destroy the Iron Cars. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, but but as far as the Iron Cars themselves, like, it's, it's, I guess it's good power balancing, you know? Because they're kind of like... They're keeping anticipation for what's to come while also keeping the battles tense and winnable, tense and winnable now. Like, um, so I guess you could complain like, oh, the iron cars aren't going their full potential, but like also that's, I don't know, it's being, I don't know, I, I feel like, I don't know, it's maybe it's the point. I don't know, because I, I, I did have a Curious Cat ask, someone mentioned how um, sort of like animal or animalism, like or animalistic tendencies like um, might, might come into play this arc. Um, it was an interesting observation, though I need to um, actually read the whole arc to really see how. But I, well, because it's like you had the uh, there's the iron car later who had the eight arms and like an octopus, and I'm wondering if maybe there's supposed to be an animal theme with these guys. I don't know. Yeah, because we'll you see. did have the one like gorilla ape person. Yes, uh... and I think I've seen Okiara with like crow with wings, so maybe he's like a crow. Um, Grimjo comes off. I don't. I don't even know why, but Grimjo comes off as wolfish to me. So yeah, maybe maybe I've got maybe I'm onto something there. Um, but again, we need the whole, more of the arc to be certain. But so but I, when I since I had that in mind, I was really thinking about like playing with their food, you know. So just the way that this this was presented. But um, I don't know quite yet if that's if I'm yeah if that's the the mark I should be on or not. So I don't know because um, again we're only reading a fraction of the arc. Um, so there's only so much that we can, you know, settle on for certain, but, but I, not that I, we're not, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Um, I, I'm trying to think if I have anything else to say, cause I, we finally see Ikaku's, uh, Bankai. Um, see, yeah, that, that was interesting when I was like, at first I was trying to like, as I was going through that part of the story, um, like not considering the, uh, like when you, when you think about all the details for, uh, like how the restrictions work and uh, like the power of the, like the soul reaper powers are, what was it like cut by like one fifth or whatever. Um, yeah. 
So, like, but that's only for captains and assistant captains. And technically, Ikaku is the third seat, so he's not one of those top... Like, although, because Yachiru Yachiru isn't a fighter, so Ikaku is basically the assistant captain for that squad. And then it's also brought up in the the sort of flashback after the fight that he he was offered a chance to be a captain, he just didn't want it. So, you have someone like Ikaku who doesn't need to be like or he doesn't get restricted because he's not at this level so when everybody else was getting beaten up and here's ikaku going going ham bringing out his bankai in this sick panel please put this on screen craftsdorf because look my boy ikaku he is not he's not playing around he's this is a kenpachi level uh ready to fight ready to ah gorgeous um but yeah, yeah. It's because that, because Ikaku uh, is is a lower seat, he he can do this at a time when everybody else is getting wrecked, and it it works. And again, that that's yeah. again yeah, playing off um, the idea of Kubo hiding the the true power of these characters because this was Ikaku. He got beat by Ichigo way back, so it's like he's not that strong. But wait a minute, yes, he is, and uh, yeah, I, I buy he, it. He wasn't able to use his Bonkai, so it's like oh, well, because like. And especially because it was hinted at before with his, uh, the fifth seat, because they didn't use their, or in the Soul Society, as Kenpachi was fighting Tosen, there was the other guy who brought out his, um, Shikai, I I think that was just his Shikai, um, so, like, it showed that they they were already limiting themselves, so it makes sense to- Yeah, there's precedence, yes. Yes. So when Ikaku goes all out here, it doesn't feel like, oh, he's got a Bankai? That's out of left field. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I do kind of wonder because, w- like, I'd already said before that, like, with with the fights in Bleach, um, I do have a level of uh, assisted tolerance, shall we say, where I'm uh, not turning my brain off, but I don't... I've realized that I'm not going to get as invested in these fights as I want to, so I kind of just go into these fights with a slightly lower expectation. So maybe, the, uh, you know, having someone like an Ikaku pull out a Bankai, maybe there's some, like, weird actual details that I'm missing there that, like, oh, maybe this is a little problematic, but... Or maybe I'm not, because you haven't said anything, so... I don't know, it seems to me... It makes fine. sense to me. <laughs> you know, it works. Um, um, so yeah, Ikaku fights. Um, there is a popularity poll later, but not yet. Um... Oh yeah, he also gets a little flashback with uh, Kenpachi, with because he he uses his bankai, and he ends up on the ground. But then he's sort of like this, uh, live, you know, fight kind of, you know, don't stop. This sort of determination aspect comes in, um, and yeah, that, that's what you're talking about the of him potentially being captain. But he wants he wants to be Kenpachi's uh, subordinate specifically, um, but yeah, he doesn't die. It's cool. Although, just imagine, if he, if he did become a captain, then there'd be two Kenpachi squads. So maybe oh. it would have been for the best, and he's limiting the Soul Society by restricting his powers to being a deputy of Kenpachi. I don't know why I said deputy, oh, yeah, that's not a... quite the word, but whatever. I'm gonna roll with it. Yeah, well, I was gonna... Fucking... I didn't expect that. Uh, Ururu, the, uh, the little girl who is with Urahara... She just fucking goes wild all of a sudden, and I'm just like, wait, what the fuck is going? Like this tiny girl in pajamas, like they're kind of doing the same. It's interesting because like last time it felt like it, like well, a bit of a joke, like oh look, the cute girl in boxing gloves is fighting with Ichigo, but now it's like it gets an arm, like this is a serious fight, and but she's still a tiny girl in pajamas. 
Um, but then she gets wrecked, so, oh well. I guess, well, because it's like, I think later on, after this, Urahara pulls something out, like, um, he has his training room, uh, what else did he, oh, he, he pulled out his, like, body duplicate thing, he, his instant gigais, and, like, you know, it feels kind of, like, maybe a bit ass-pullish, but at the same time, like, you have this Ururu moment that's, like, he's got so many things up his sleeve, like, it's just, like, I, I, part of me just wants to accept it as, like, like, sure, it might be unsatisfying, but it's just fucking Urahara. Like, okay, yeah. he just does that. So, and I feel like that's this is kind of what this is in service to, because it's like, this is something he didn't even plan for. Like, she just happened to see the Arnkar, and she just, you know, she, it, she just went fucking wild, because that's just in her, I don't, I don't know what she, what her deal is, but, yeah, so, you know, it's, it's Urahara. <laughs> is that gonna, don't think about it. Don't think about it. It's, no, um, I don't quite mean that, but yeah. Um, but yeah, we learn a bit more of the, uh, you know, Arnkar. Yeah, we're, well, we're getting, like, lots of little detail, like Hitsuga, how Hitsugaya's uh, Bankai works with his ice flower, and, you know, the, the Arnkar transformations, just little, little things. And then, of course, it ends with the, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Ichigo's fighting uh, Grimjo, too. But, um, but yeah, they get their, um, their Gente Kaijo unleashed, and they're able to actually fight, and they just fucking, oh, yeah, they destroy, they, the, the Arnkars were playing with their food, and the, the Soul Reapers were able to beat them. They even mentioned it later how they were able to, like, sort of catch them off guard, kind of, by just only being able to unleash their full power. And so, um, they were able to just kill the... Because it's like, hmm... Well, it's, there, there's, there's the strength of the Arankar... It's kind of like with Kenpachi and how he took so much damage against Ichigo, um, where it's like, you know, fighting strength doesn't necessarily equate to endurance. So, they you know, they, they actually take the damage and... You know, even though they might be stronger than it has shown, like, not all of them transformed. So, yeah, I, I, I was fine with it, basically. Like, I don't know, it, it, I'm, I've been hurt, told there's probably, like, ass pulls later. But so far, it's like, I'm trying to think, like, is there, like, a really, like, like maybe the Urahara one with the duplicate guy? Just cause, like, it, that specifically comes out of nowhere, but at the same time, it's Urahara. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, what's the biggest, like, um, you know, character, moment of character suddenly getting stronger that d- doesn't make any sense? Or, like... Because even, like, with Ichigo being so strong, like, there's reasons for... His dad's a soul reaper, you know, there's reasons for stuff. I'm just trying to think of, like, what are other things without a reason? Can you think of any right now? Uh... Hmm... I can't think of any, but I could... Like, maybe there's something... Because I have talked about the power scaling in Bleach and how it does kind of seem to be... um, Just because there's... With characters pulling out stuff that was kept hidden before... It's a little unclear of things, because um, the one character I keep thinking about, who, uh, well, I keep thinking about Tosin and how, like, he got, you know, even with his Bankai, he got wrecked by Kenpachi, but then again, it's Kenpachi, so it's like, how strong is Tosin going to be relative to basically everybody else? Because he still has a pretty deadly Bankai, it's just not right, going to work just... on Kenpachi. <laughs> right. Um, and, I th- like, there are other characters who I guess kind of have that as just see how their powers play off of other characters but i don't know so far nothing has really triggered any alarms yeah well because like usually if a character's holding back there's a reason for it you know like like especially with uh ikaku and uh the other the forgotten fifth seat <laughs> we we everyone knows who he is but we don't know his name like i his name is um, difficult to pronounce as well that might be it yeah um and I guess on the note of Bankais, I guess I want to talk about them as a power system real quick. Because, like, 
They, they just kind of yeah, have their own. They're, they're a bit reminiscent of like stands from JoJo or Devil Fruits, where it's just like one power that is unique to this one character, and it's fine. You know, as long as the powers remain balanced, um, I think it works. You know, it's it's cool. They 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 can be really unique and have like with Tosen's. It's it's almost just like a stand in that it has its own rules and so how like even well Ikaku's too. He's he's a slow starter. So yeah, they they're all you know, it's cool. Bankai's are cool. They they work like it's, it's, you know not everything has to be a fuck you know Nen where it's all this this elegant system with all its rules. Because we've seen Naruto, we've seen how Chakra tried to be Nen and failed. But this is like this is like the opposite side of the spectrum, where it's like instead of having one system with all these rules and powers that make sense with each other, instead it's just like one power that each character gets, and it's unique to them, and it's fine. It's fine. Like I don't know if there's even like because stands from JoJo they have rule like a uh, certain rules. There are some exceptions, but like one rule is that um, the farther you are from the stand user, the weaker the power gets. Um, so that's, and that's a rule that's pretty consistent across all stands, but Bankai's barely even have that. They're basically just a superpower that one character gets. So, it's fine, though. Like, as long as the only, like, I mean, even with Aizen, it's like, his seems really powerful. I think someone mentioned that, um, there are weaknesses to it. Um, we just don't know them yet, which is fair. Like, we haven't seen him in a real fight, so it's, it's cool. Yeah, so Bankai's far, the only cool. real work, weaknesses for these Bankai seem to be that you just can't fight with them for an extended period of time because they're too taxing. Yeah, because because they use a lot of uh, spirit energy, I think, or something like that to that effect. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm fine with it so far. I'm fine with the power system. Um, but yeah, Ichigo fights uh, Grinjo for a bit. Nothing really. Uh, well, hmm. yeah. Well, Ichigo does his uh, hollow his attack with his hollow the Getsu. What is it called? Um, Getsuga. Getsuga Tensho, yeah, that's his, uh, oh yeah, now, oh, Getsuga is, like, moon, okay, yeah, yeah, where it's, like, that's his, uh, I guess he's, his attack using his hollow energy, um, because he, because he per- gets it, perfects it later, or not perfects it, I thought, but he gets I thought it that was his, I thought that was his Bankai, and that's, well, because yeah, well, he, when I he think... uses it, that's what brings out his hollow energy. Yeah, yeah, well, well, I think, well, I thought his Bankai was just the sword change, and then, okay, maybe you're right. Um, or, or an attack with well, his... because he's got... Yeah, because his bon- cause he's he's fighting with his sword black before, and then he uses the the Getsuga ten- Tensho later um, into the fight. So like he's fighting with his black sword before that. So that's kind of, I just kind of figured like the black sword was his bond Kai. Because did he use the Getsuga against uh, Byaki or maybe he did, and I forgot. Um, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to yeah. ask me about how these fights go. <laughs> Because a lot of them don't stick with me. <laughs> but yeah, um, that was so an yeah, interesting thing going and... back. To... Oh, actually, never mind. That's off topic. But yeah, it's like well, because Grimjo, he's not using his full energy because um, you know he's he's not um, unleashing you know combining with the sword and changing forms. But he doesn't get the. T- but he does. Ichigo does impress him to the po- point where he's like, oh yeah, you're worth killing now. You know, he's not just trash, not worth killing. No, Ichigo's worth killing. But Tosen comes in and he's like, you fucked up. You you came in with these iron cars. Everyone died. This you fucked up, Grimjo, <laughs> and he just takes him away. So, um, that seemed fair. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, Grimjo, because Grimjo is going out of orders, you know, and uh, Tosin just happened to come at the perfect time. But whatever, that's just how stories work. I was fine with it. Yeah, I guess this is where. Yeah, now now that I think about it again, the stuff with Tosin, I'll have to just keep a closer eye on it in the future, like in the rest of this arc, because. Thinking back on, like, just how the nature of the power scaling works, like... Or just going off the fights that have happened so far, Ichigo beat Kenpachi. Granted, it was 
a handicapped Kenpachi, but Ichigo beat Kenpachi. Uh, then Kenpachi, still handicapped, beat Tosen. And then, okay, so, like, Ichigo would then therefore be stronger than Tosen. So then Ichigo fights Grimjo here, gets beaten up. Tosen comes in and wrecks Grimjo. So, yeah, I just have to... It makes me a little skeptical, how, we, but... Well, uh, we, we, we need to see how strong Tosin really is, and if there was a... Well, because, like, maybe... I don't know. Well, because the thing is, he was working with Aizen the whole time, so was he... Like, how would he really match up? Like, I don't know, like... or But even then, like, with Kenpachi, it's like... Because uh, how many... Hit, well, because that fight ended early. Because Kumar, or the, the dog fox dude, stopped them. Like, I think it was it was ending in a way... Like, um, the, how it was going is Kenpachi was about to hit uh, Tosin... Which might have, which, so the question is, would Tosin have been defeated from, by that blow? Or did Tosin have something else up his sleeve that would have been able to keep the fight going? Because um, we don't know a lot about Tosin's power yet. So the fight didn't quite end conclusively. Like, Kenpachi definitely seemed like he had the edge, but the fight didn't 100% end conclusively. So it's a bit... Eh. Although, uh, yeah, well, like, you, you say he might have another trick up his sleeve, which is, which is fair, but I know... His bankai was destroyed, like it deactivated, cause and that happens when you're low on energy or health or whatever, whatever right. yeah. video game mechanics. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because because um, we saw that with Renji, like no, when yeah. he was near death, his his bankai retracted or whatever the term. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and but did he use the shikai? What did that have a thing that he could you know at least get a get, at least get away? I don't know. Maybe we'll. Hmm, we'll have to see what happens with Tosin later, because that's, that's something to keep in mind. Um, um, in fact, Although, I'll write like, it down. like, yeah, I, 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 I'm focusing on Tosin a lot, but because, um, like, otherwise, I haven't had any real issues with it so far. So, like, when I do see this one that kind of stands out to me, uh, I think that's because everything else has been working fairly well so far. So I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, but again, that question is like. <laughs> it's it's bleach like again with the ikaku thing like we find out he was he could have used his bankai he just didn't you know so it's but it makes sense why he didn't use his bankai so if there's a re a good reason tosin was holding back like again he wasn't actually working for soul society at the t he was at the time pretending to but he really wasn't so there's a potential reason he might have not not want not wanted to go full like full out against kampachi especially if doing that would have put his life at risk so yeah. like yeah so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, the fight ends. Everyone sort of goes to lick their wounds. Um, Ikaku gets taken to uh, Keigo's house. He's trying to become relevant <laughs> for Keigo. Um, and then, um, you know, Urara, heal, Ur Ur Urara is healed by Urahara. Um, then we see Grimjo loses his arm and gets uh, demoted from his position. Oh, and Gin shows up, just being a smiley boy. Yeah, Gin. <laughs> Although I will be kind of interested when he does actually get some sort of big fight, because well, he hasn't used his Bankai to... yet, so. Well, yeah, because so far Gin has just kind of been there. He's been the sneaky background. You know... Yeah, he was like the red herring for like, oh, he's the secret mastermind through all the mystery stuff. But no, it was actually he was just working for the mastermind. So. Yeah, that's that's mostly been what he's been doing so far. The smiley boy who's been working for Eisen behind the scenes. So, although like, um, yeah, with, I'm curious as to because because with Gein, there's a little more mystery there. Because with Eisen, we know what Eisen's capable of. He wrecked everybody at the end of the Soul Society arc. Um, like Gein, the only thing we saw from him so far was slicing up the the guy, the gatekeeper's arm. 
that was kind of yeah and then and then knocking ichigo and the others away um, yeah yeah that's pretty much it so i'm, I'm just hoping that that game gets gets a good payoff here you know i hope his he'll probably get defeated but i'm hoping that his his defeat is a, a glorious yeah i don't know i know for a fact he gets a fight later but i don't remember who up against who um so well, it might i don't know when it'll be it might be a while um but hey, if if we if you know, even if it's not until like chapter seven hundred, and up until then, Gene is just being sneaky background sinister boy. Um, he's good at that, so I'll be okay. <laughs> yep. But it, so anyway, now that every now that everyone's really sensed the fe- threat of the Iron Cars, like Ichigo goes to goes to finally goes to the Vizards to train Chad and Renji go to Urahara. Um, like go. Oh, um, and we get a popularity poll. Woo! So. Uh, Yay. Okay, first place is Ichigo, as expected. Third place is Rukia. I need to shoot some people. Because um, second place is Hitsugaya, and I don't... Like, oh, I, I, I knew, no. I knew he was really popular. Oh, like, no. It's happening. Yeah, I knew he was popular, but... Like, he's... He has... Okay, like, Ichigo, 8,370 votes. Hitsugaya? Jesus. 8,321 votes. That is He's less than 50 votes away from Ichigo. Oh my goodness! I didn't How? even notice that. <laughs> like, I don't. I, I wouldn't mean, say I have any like, problems with Hitsugaya's character so far, but I don't know no, what makes him stand out so far above. Like, just from what little I know of Bleach, I think it's just girls who think he's cute. I, that's the only thing I can guess at. Like, because he—I guess he's got a cool power pun, very much intended. Um, <laughs> he's small. Um, I mean, I like Yachiru for being a very small, cute girl, so I guess, you know, girls liking Hitsugaya for being a small, cute boy, like, I can't really fault them for it, can I? <laughs> where, 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 where would Yachiru rank in the in the craft store popularity poll? Hmm, find out uh, next time. <laughs> Number one. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe, I know she's cute. Top ten, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Um, I mean, so yeah, like, that's a, oh, well, Gein's fifth place, that, so that might salvage it for you. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's done even less than Hitsugaya, so let's yeah, be fair. Yeah, because, like, um, at least with, with Hitsugaya, there is that dynamic with, um, what's-her-face, you know. Um, the, the Matsumoto? The, the girl, Oops. Momo, I think. Or, oh, no, oh, the other girl, the, the one with the, the he, he's in, he's in with two girls, uh, boobs and no boobs. <laughs> So, but, yeah, like, gotcha. but no, there is a little bit to his character. Um, and to be fair, does Gein really deserve fifth place? Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was saying. So, um. <laughs> but then you got but, Ren, um, you got Renji, and Renji is fourth place as kind of yeah, sure he's the rival guy. Um, Byakuya is at six, which makes more sense now that we've seen more of him. You know, like more of sides to his character instead of just like quiet guy just sort of walking around being all ominous which have I think we seen more sides was to his him, character like, though well we more definitely like we understand him a bit more i at least i understand him a bit more thanks to that comment um like and well because it's like again like the resolution to his conflict i think showed like as he realized you know why he was wrong like yeah that's something i guess it's not nothing um that, that, yeah that's fair uh kenpachi is ninth um too low but i'll take it um, and his outfit, though, like, because the Soul Reaper, like, he hasn't been to the human world yet, so, um, and the Soul Reaper's all, like, he, he's usually been in his Soul Reaper robes, but he's got, like, this big white coat and a hat. He's got a hat, Kenpachi and a hat. <laughs> it's nice. <laughs> um, Especially with, like, his, his spiky seventh, hair, it's interesting to see that, 
kind of yes, like it's just down, to yeah. figure out how that would fit in the hat. <laughs> Very careful. It's a magic hat. It's a magic soul <laughs> hat that keeps your hair intact. It's anime math. There's nothing, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, Yorichi is seventh. Uh, Urahara is eighth. Uh, Orihime is tenth. Um, yeah, about what I expected. Um, where's Chad? Chad was... Oh, uh, he's 31st. Yeah, 31st. Ouch. 31st. Oof. That's low. Because he's above... He's above... Ich- he's below Ichigo's dad, um, Kurosuchi, Ikaku, um, fucking Yamada, the fucking nerd, uh, Kon. Kon is at 23rd place. Uh, um, 601 fall- people voted for Kon. More people voted uh, for Kon than Ikaku. Why? <laughs> uh, Okiora, uh, Yachiru, Aizen... Huh, Aizen's actually fairly low. I, I, I figured his handsome review... Didn't he rank pretty highly in one of the other polls? Uh, was maybe he top 10 in the last... I don't even know if he was I, top 10 I in the last he, one. Maybe not the last... Well, there was like two during Soul Society, and I, I feel like he ranked decently during one of them. But he, So he went down despite being more... Um, like Despite getting a makeover and a plot boost for being the secret antagonist. Um, but anyway... Um, also, they they're cutting up a bunch of the smaller votes. So oh there's my less, god! There's less funny, oh um, my god! Eisen's What's glasses up? got a hundred and thirty-seven votes. Wait, what? What? I, like I knew there were some joke votes in like the <laughs> one or two, but Eisen's glasses got a hundred and thirty-seven votes. <laughs> well, because he's dead. Eisen's glasses. The, the, they got condolences, you know, for the dead character. Eisen's glasses. They're dead now. <laughs> oh, like, maybe that's it. There are people who are bitter about the redesign. One hundred thirty-seven people just like the old Eisen. So they're voted for his glasses specifically, maybe out of hopes that Kubo will notice and return them. <laughs> I suppose so. Because character popularity has actually, like, I've heard it does affect, um, like, with One Piece, I've heard, think, I can think of a couple, of, like, two examples, exactly, like, oh, and also Judge's Bizarre Adventure, where just a pop- character's popularity um, affected, made the author bring back characters who had been dead. Um, so it actually sucks. So don't. So I'm glad Kubo didn't listen to his fans for the sake of listening to his fans. Yeah, this is one um, of the potential pitfalls I see in long running shonen is that because you know they are they do have to adhere to the magazine or whatever and you know adhere to an audience to because obviously it's yeah, being published like... weekly. So I do think in having a story that is like being continuously published, um, you know, so like a story could take ten, fifteen years to to finish. Or if you're Togashi, it could take, you know, 100 years to finish. <laughs> um, but I do think that is, that is interesting. Like, there are potential uh, positives to come out of that because uh, you, you evolve as a person so you could find new facets to your story, think of new ideas to explore. So, like, with Kishimoto, um, you know, obviously Naruto Part 1, vastly different to Naruto Part 2 because um, you think when he started in Part 1, he I don't think he was married at the time yet. He was... I don't remember how old he was. Uh, no, I don't. But he, then... No, he definitely got married during it because I remember I remember hearing about the wedding as it was, ha- like, um, before the Naruto ended, so yeah. Yeah, and then um, he was able to explore kind of, like, you know, what it's what, it, what it's like to be a parent in part two of Naruto, whereas part one was more so focused on, you know, the protagonist being, being you know, younger, being being kids. So that was kind of interesting to explore. As, as uh, Kishimoto aged, he was able to explore more ideas with uh anyways uh but potential negatives like 
characters just getting brought back because they're popular with the audience. Um, yeah, I think that's a potential negative, but that's that's just a general thing. So far, Bleach hasn't like this hasn't shown anything like oh the character did this because popularity. Uh, but maybe in the future it will. Who knows? Yeah, well, mostly because the meme I'm aware of is here comes Hitsugaya, where basically the ratings were low, so Kubo put Hitsugaya in a chapter to raise the ratings or something like that. Because it's as we've seen, he's fucking insanely popular for no reason at all. So him actually doing something probably makes the fucking rating, the rating, the chapter ratings just explode. Um, like next poll, he's gonna be above Ichigo. I, I, I'm fucking calling it right now. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason. Like, again, I don't dislike him, but, um... Although, I guess, to be fair, like, in this stretch of chapters, um, Gein only really appeared once, but that's one of the chapters I remember more. <laughs> <laughs> you would have rated that one highly if you were a jump footer. I, suppo- I suppose Gein I would have. Although, like, even in that instance, like, I like Gein, but... I wouldn't want him to be forced into the story more just because I think he's a cool character. Because then at that point, you know, oversaturation or you put him in an environment they're not great in, then it's not the character I liked anymore. So I think that, right, that would and apply to any character. It's is like, is like, what is it in service to? Like the issue with bringing the characters back, if that detracts from the story, then it's bad. And then the other thing is like with the long runnings, like we've had with Kubo, is that he the editors are making him do things he didn't want to, which like the editors like, I feel I feel like most of the time they get mentioned as doing negative things when the truth is like they're they're doing so many more positive things that we never really see or hear about. So it's like they shouldn't be undersold, but at the same time, Kubo kind of didn't get to do the way thing he did things the way he wanted, and you can kind of see that a bit. Where it's like the, the, there's so many students at the classroom that didn't get introduced. And it's like oh oh no, well, yeah, because you do have their to... own focus. So on the topic of like not underselling the editors, imagine if. The the uh, if Kishimoto's editors didn't tell them or didn't tell him to introduce a rival character for Naruto to you know obviously that was before the chapters like before the manga really started publishing but imagine Naruto without Sasuke like that's it's not Naruto anymore like no. Sasuke is Naruto as much as Naruto is in my opinion it's yeah exactly it's 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 so such a big deal you can't just yeah that there's a good that's a good example um so there are pros and there are cons yes. And there are cones who get uh, 601 votes. And then there are Eisen's glasses. <laughs> um, anyway, a few uh, funny ones that I noticed, um, or an interesting one. Um, Rukia's drawings got seven uh, votes. Nice. Seven people were like, yeah, the pictures that Rukia draws are the best. And I'm like, I agree. Um, oh, the, okay, this was fun. There was like um, two votes for the 12 company guy that uh, Kurosuchi blew up, and one <laughs> vote for his detonator button. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah, I noticed there were lots of stuff uh, with, like, you know, a type of clothing from a character, just some weird little... <laughs> right, like Kenpachi's eye patch, the bells on Kenpachi's hair, um, Urahara's hat, of course. He's got to get that Gotta get that vote. Um, I'm actually yeah, kind of curious, where did, others, uh, but, uh, where did ha- Hanataro rank? Because I know he was top 10 at one point. Um, he was 25th this time. He fell a lot. Oh, yeah, he's right there. I'm thinking that was, so. like, a last name, so I'm only looking at the last. It's right there, you dumb... Ah. <laughs> um, I, I just remember the character. Anyway, I think we're about done with the popularity poll. The, the joke answer is always funny, but I don't want to get... I, I did see Elwood. I don't see him now, but um, I think he's... Yeah, there he is. El, he got a, he got two votes. Elwood. And Gamma still also alive. got two votes, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, people who aren't... Characters who aren't even in this manga are still getting votes. Um, so, anyway, we get um, Ichigo's 
Vizard training, and we get introduced to a, like we get see a bunch of all, all the other Vizards. Like these fucking designs, honestly. Like especially the page where um because Ichigo goes uh, hollow to um fight uh the girl. Uh, what's her name? I don't remember her name. And like he gets held Yori? down. I love I love that. Yes. Um. And after while he's fighting her, he gets held down by all the Vizards, and they're holding their swords too. And I I really like that spread because they just have really like just the the how everyone's sort of like like like. In their different poses, holding their swords different ways, and or well, they're all holding the, kind of like the reverse grip. But I don't know, just like like one guy has his foot on Ichigo's hand. I don't know, it's just like they have, they're really striking designs, and I I, I like the the the, sp- the spread, and it, it ca- caught my eye. Um, and K- Kubo loves designing his fucking characters. He's just, he's got so many fucking wild designs, but um. Anyway, but um, I guess on the note of Hiori, like because they fought for a bit, like I liked how smug she was. But then she gets wrecked, and I actually felt bad for her. Like, um, that one, there's that one panel of her, like, almost crying. Like, I can kind of see some tears at her eyes. And after Shinji's like, are you satisfied now? And she's just like, oh, like, uh, I felt a little bad for her. But, um, yeah, this was fine. You know, training arc. Gotta have more of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't really have much more to say. Like, I don't think I quite see the th- got anything out of it. See, the that thing I about this, like, like, I think out of all the training arcs so far, this one I kind of liked, um, especially because okay. there's more going on here. It's not just Ichigo training this time. You have uh, Ishida's doing his stuff in the background. You have uh, uh, Chad. Chad. He goes yeah. off to... Oh, and, like, Orihime came in, and she was talking with the the Vizard guy who has powers similar to hers, and they were, like, having to eat Chad. Like, there's other things going on, so it's not just, like, Ichigo. And even then, like, Ichigo's sort of, like, there's the mention of bloodlust with uh hollows um or with his he was talking about this hollow hollow ichigo self kind of like not quite re- yeah so there's at least an idea there um and i really like the method of and I also kinda... how ichigo was starting to like you know once they really get into it with ichigo starting to learn how to how to hollify as they describe it yes and you have the the big uh what's it called like the big fourth field thing and the characters kind of like they'll go in for 10 minute things and like spar with him to i don't know to like because he's having that like internal battle and also his his hollow is like controlling his body and fighting so i thought that was really cool it's just that because we've already had so many training arcs up to this point in the middle of arcs it's like here we go again (laughs) i mean i also like kind of like how the vizard sort of took part in the in the training by fighting with him like because um we're yeah. in 10 minute rotations so so that was, that was a neat idea um so we'll kind of using all like every like you don't see all the fights of course but you know they're they're doing something so it's like there's at least a reason for all these characters because i don't know if they're actually going to do anything at all like i um i knew they existed but like i'm wondering like are these guys going to get fights are they going to really take part in the huakamunda stuff like because like and that's the question is like we kind of don't know about these guys like we kind of know their powers but like where did they come from were they a former soul reapers were they humans who got hollow slash soul reapers? like what what are they i don't know i'm interested but we don't know yet um so like they're they're a faction but i don't know what faction like they they seem to be at least like anti-hollow and you know they probably don't want the world destroyed um by aizen so <laughs> but they, they aren't allied with the soul reapers either i did think it was interesting how um just sort of playing with expectations when these characters were first introduced i was like oh are they somehow connected to aizen are they going to be like the antagonists of this arc but no they're actually they're helping out they're helping ichigo and i know that at least the one guy uh, because as i was trying to look up some anime fights i got i 
found a spoiler. <laughs> so I do know that the one guy at least has something to do, but I don't know about any of the others. Is Shinji, you mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, Shinji. Um, you said one, the one guy. Uh, I'll, you know what? I'm not going to press you on spoilers. I was going to say, I was intentionally <laughs> vague. That's why I just said the one guy, but yeesh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not thinking straight. At least I didn't say um, who or what they were fighting. And I will not say what they were fighting. But yeah, um, Ichigo's fighting Hollow Ichigo, and he's he gets a little flashback to Kenpachi, and sort of um, Kenpachi noting his you know instinct and desire to fight, and tie, and that ties to the the bloodlust aspect, and Ichigo's able to uh, you know well he he beats Hollow Ichigo, but then there's sort of like the like oh yeah, but if you slip up, I'll get you. Um, so he's he's sort of he's only you know it's not quite like he's not like he hasn't perfected it and even like he he's only even able to do it for like 11 seconds when i think one of them one of the vizards is uh i think it's the girl with like the weird goggles on her head or stuff like that she like she holified for like 15 hours or something like so they're all different like so yeah i guess yeah that she, well because even hollows have their own powers you know like we saw, saw that like aizen was looking into it i think he mentioned it specifically because there was like the one who if you hit him with your zanpakuto yeah, the sword vanishes so you know, it makes sense that the Vizards would also have different traits to them, you know? Um, so, I don't know, we'll, we'll see more of it, especially as, you know, Ichigo develops his Vizard powers more and such. Um, but yeah, so anyway, as the training sort of wraps up a bit, um, we get a bit of information as um, Yamamoto sa- says that they found out what um, what Aizen's planning to do, where he, he wants to make a key to get into, soul, into the Soul King's domain, um, and... For unknown purposes, but in order to do that, he needs to basically destroy Karakura Town, and that would be a shame. <laughs> so yeah, but um, but you know, I, I like how like after all that conflict in the last arc, the Soul Reapers are one hundred percent on their on their side. Basically, like they recognize each other, and there's no you know conflict there. Everyone wants to stop Aizen. Like of course he wants to destroy the world. So or what? I don't know what he wants to do, but he wants to destroy Karakura Town, their world. Um. So yeah. Oh yeah, we see a bit of Momo again. Um, how did you feel about that? Uh, I mean, you know, still reminding us that that that, that character exists, reminding us that Hitsugaya has a bit of, has a bit of character behind the the popular design. Um, and yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't know. Was well, she's was she's much... pretty fucked up by the like because she's like she she's not convinced that Aizen is evil, and they kind of like take her away. Like she's she she is fucked up. Like I don't know. Um, I've heard. This kind of gets annoying eventually. Um, I don't know yet. I'm a little worried, but we'll see. Oh, no. I mean, I certainly didn't have any issues with it when it popped up here. There's just not much to say about it, but uh, I don't, that, yeah. that, that, that's a little concerning. I hope this, I mean, if it keeps being a recurring thing, uh, we'll see. I mean, to be fair, she did get, you know, betrayed by the person she admired and stabbed through the freaking chest. So understandably, there's a bit of, a bit of trauma yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so anyway, we, um, Ishida, you know, get, I kind of already mentioned it earlier, but yeah, Ishida gets his powers back, and, um, well, because his dad mentioned specifically that he needed to press Ishida hard to, um, to, to be able to do it, so he was, like, you know, basically, but, but, I, you know, there's the little bit where, um, you know, his dad was, like, his dad seemed to be getting his son, you know, like, stressed, but, and to the point where, like, because his dad could have killed him, you know, I guess, if he, um, hadn't hit the precise spot to get his powers back, 
But well, but at the but so while he was trying to kill, like I guess it's like like he always says use Heisen instead of grits, and I'm like I don't I, I don't I wasn't paying attention enough enough attention to know which ones are which. Like was it I guess it's bad because he's specifying it. So like I guess what I took away from it is that like you know um like uh you know he his he, yeah he was disappointed that his son wasn't going he didn't have the killing intent I guess to really do like because he didn't even try to hurt his dad um because like he said like oh you could have at least hurt me if you did this. So he was kind of disappointed in that. So yeah, I'm not sure what to take away from that yet. But I mentioned that earlier. Ishida's too soft, too nice, and uh, he needs to be a hardened criminal, I guess. I don't, something. Or yeah, I don't know. I have like, I feel like the Quincy's are. I know, well, I know the Quincy's are gonna come up again later. Um, I'll hopefully remember this for later. <laughs> I say that, but it's like, well, because I also remember the, um, the Ichigo against Grand Fisher when there was a sort of like life versus honor thing there, and I didn't connect that to Rukia and Kayan later, I, or I didn't, at least not fully, like, um, so I'll do my best. I'm doing my best. <laughs> but yeah, everyone's kind of trying. Well, see, and one thing that's happening is like, they're kind of Orihime, because last time there was the, uh, she was trying to fight the Soul Reaper, and she couldn't... She didn't have that killing intent. She didn't have that resolve to do to hurt someone like Ishida did, because he uh, Ishida crippled that guy because um, he he was able to. But um, but Orihime doesn't, and then they're kind of pointing, bringing that up again here, where that she you know she sure she can heal, but like if she can't fight like a soul reaper can, then she's not useful. And so she's like, oh, and then um, but, but then then as Aizen takes note of her ability and how like well I kind of liked how because like she's always been like rejecting. Um, like she rejects attacks out away or two, but that, but her ability somehow rejects reality. Like it doesn't make sense, and that's kind of the point. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Um, I don't know. What did you think about that? It uh, was kind of interesting. Yeah, but we need more of it to really uh, get it. Like yeah. uh, I guess. Um, like, but I, I don't know. It's interesting within the setting, just because, like that idea, the idea of it being. It's a power that rejects things, so of course it rejects reality. That's like, what? Okay. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm sure, or at least so far. I'm curious as to... Because, well, again, there's definitely going to be more of Orihime in the rest of the arc um, that we haven't read yet. But, um, so yeah, like, like that's the thing. It's like, I feel like like we're on... You know, we're not even two hours in, but we're, we're almost done. We've got, like, uh, ten chapters to go, give or take. And it's like... I mean, I feel like we've been having a good discussion thus far, but it's definitely like... There's only so many things to talk about, but it, but it's I think it's, and part of it is because it's a setup chapter. It's it's um, funny because we we it's, read yeah. like well I think it was fifty eight chapters exactly. Um, oh, that that's like a fifth of the arc. Now I think about it, and it's a, a it's funny because like more like a fourth maybe. It's kind of yeah. funny though because like so much happened, but yet not much happened. Like there was yeah. Um, like I don't know. I think just with we we talked about this a bit earlier. Just like you know, Kubo trying to go for these these extra long arcs. Um, and yeah, I'm still at the point where I don't know if the length is because I kind of said this with Soul Society as well. Um, granted, we're only uh, you said about a fifth of the way through the arc. Um, um well, I'm check- double checking because we started at chapter 183. Um, the last chapter is two four two or four twenty three. Oh my god! But then there's like an. Then there's like a chapter numbering thing where there's about um, ten chapters, so it's actually it's technically up to four thirty-three. Um, so yeah, that's two hundred forty chapters. So basically, the arc as a whole is the equal amount of chapters to what we've read of the entire series thus far. Basically, like we, there's a bit of overlap, but basically the arc is two hundred forty chapters long, and we just read sixty. So we that's that's a fourth of the we've read a fourth of the arc. 
So, oh my goodness. So, like, you said 200... Well, you said, like, yeah, the chapter, the, the arc is roughly 240 chapters long. So, for context, that means it's longer than Naruto's Great Ninja War. Because that was 513 to 700, which was... Holy n- shit! Not quite 200. <laughs> and... Yeah, I'll say the same thing that I that I said before, whether I said it for Soul Society or earlier in this episode. Eh, I'm done. See, because in um, the same comment from, well, I don't, I forget who the commenter was. I think it might have been the same one talking about the different arcs. Um, but apparently, this one was extended because of the popularity. Like, yes, I heard. Popular. Well, like Fullbring, uh, yeah, Fullbring and um, Substitute Soul Reaper were shortened, and this one was lengthened. I think that was what they said. And then obviously um, and also, the last um, the, arc would have been bl- shortened because the Bleach was canceled. You're right, yes. So basically the only arc that went exactly as long as it needed to was Soul Society. <laughs> or at least as long as it was planned to. And um, I'd imagine like with the arc being extended, I'd assume that would more so take effect in like the later stretches we're going to get into. But even just in these 60 chapters, about, yeah. I don't... I know that I read like 60 chapters and I know that, you know, there was 60 about 60 chapters of material in there, but it doesn't feel like the, it had the depth of well, 60 chapters. Well, I feel chapters. like it, a lot of it was setting up for the, the for the rest of the 180 chapters we haven't read yet, you know? So it's like there's a lot of things like, oh yeah, issue that things happened. Um, we maybe we'll talk about that. Or he made things happen. Maybe we'll talk about that. Chad, like Chad's training, what is that going to amount to? We won't know. Like, see, at least with Naruto, we were, we saw, like, with um, Itachi especially, we knew the twist, big twist to his character. Like, imagine going through Naruto and not knowing anything of, oh, Itachi, he's this boring character. He's just, like, evil for this. Oh, oh, you know, but th- so we're, but we're more like that with Bleach, where it's like, like, I, I know some spoilers, but, you know, overall, like, like, did you know about Ichigo's dad? No, I did not. Yeah, yeah, so th- see, that was a, I knew about it, but then, that's the kind of thing that we would catch us by the surprise. So I'm wondering if we're ever going to get to a series that's like got a really big twist moment that we get to go in not knowing and be, get to go holy shit. Because um, right, because with Bleach, all the big twists, um, like especially with Aizen, I kind of knew um, at least thus far. So and I do like I remember like this arc was going when I was like occasionally reading discussions, so I know pieces of like kind of about what's happening, but it's the details that matter. So. Um, We'll see, and I don't know. Is like especially for the next two arcs, I really have little idea. Like I know who the real final boss is, but um, or at least the fun, the final boss that the uh, I'll stop talking. I'll stop talking. Because <laughs> anyway, because I know. Um, so yeah, it's like like that's that's my take on it. It's like we're only reading a fraction of the story, so or the, of this arc. So yeah, if there's only of course there's only so much they can say we can say because. There was supposed to be more of it, so yeah. Yeah, and I guess I guess especially coming off of Naruto, which would wrap up an arc, you'd have like a th- a thirty chapter arc every now and then. Um, so it's it's definitely a a pretty significant difference. Like this isn't yeah. like reading a well, because like yeah, yeah. Like reading, I don't know, like what what was an arc that was pretty short? Like Search for Tsunade. Uh, that was suppression. That was like thirty yeah. arcs or Akatsuki suppression. Not the best example, but about thirty <laughs> chapters. So you could I don't know, cause like <clears throat> I don't know, like that. I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is like it's it, it definitely is more difficult because Bleach has these longer arcs, so a lot of it's supposed to be set up. But Naruto would tell, I think, you know, obviously this is relative to like a shonen story, so it's not the most like meaty thirty chapters you'd find. But I think Naruto could have like some pretty uh, what was the word? I just lost the word. I was gonna say not complex, but um, I don't. What was the word? Dense. Dense. Yes, that's exactly the word I was going for. So like, you could read a thirty <laughs> chapter arc in Naruto, and it'd be pretty dense, and you could like see 
Well, again, because it's only 30 chapters and it's a conclusive arc, you obviously know what everything's trying to play into beyond, obviously, foreshadowing for future arcs. But mm, this being 60 chapters, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like 60 chapters worth. But again, part of that is because the arc's not concluded. Part of it is because it could be setting up for future arcs. Um, so even like with Soul Society, which was like 130 or whatever, that didn't feel like me reading 130 chapters of Naruto. It felt like there was less to it but yeah again i'm still blind to what comes next so yeah yeah could retroactively find some stuff and yeah. if we do then we'll be sure to discuss that in yeah next and, and we'll have everyone in the comments tell us why we're, why we're wrong now like um because i mentioned something about oh kampachi's left-handed um i was incorrect um i i i know that now but i'm not going to spoil it because uh we'll find out later that i was what exactly the way i was wrong so, um, so anyway, um, we get a bit of scene with, uh, Aizen sort of explaining more of his plan with the Hogyoku, um, where, where if he joins the, the it with, uh, some with the high soul energy, it gets stronger, and he makes another Arankar before ordering Okiora to capture someone, one of the human, one of the, or some, I guess, um, or, yeah, I guess they wanted Orihime, so. But yeah, then the Arankar come in again. And more fights break out, but this time it's just a diversion. Yes, it is a ruse. Yeah, um, so yeah, Grimjo gets, he's like, Ichigo, where's Ichigo? Gotta fight Ichigo. Um, Hitsugaya meets Yami. Um, oh yeah, um, Ichigo does his, uh, Getsu, uh, <laughs> I already kind of forgot how it pronounced. Well, he does it holified this time. Um, and Grimjo gets pretty wrecked. Like, even more wrecked than the last time, but also <laughs> yes. not wrecked enough to defeat him. Yeah, well, because he, he says, like, oh, if you can only do that a few more, like, you probably can't do the, keep doing that, so... Uh, you're gonna lose, and Ichigo's like, "Well, shit." And then um, you also get the uh, octopus lady, um, who is fighting like three soul reapers at the same time, and she ends up getting surprised by hits. Well, see, I I, I, was, I thought it was fine because at first she got she got wrecked by hits guy, and I'm like, eh. But then um, it turned out she she got wounded, but she didn't didn't get fully beaten, and she was up against several soul reapers at the same. So she was obviously distracted. So I'm like, okay, you know, they're they're still managing the the power the power levels decently. So, um, although it looked like she would have been like like before the interruption, it looked like she would have been beaten. But again, that's because Hitsugai had the distraction from everybody else. And of course, the arrival of Urahara. Yes. And that gets into that. And while they're doing that, Okiara meets Orihime and he's like, hey, uh, you are coming with us. Uh, there is no choice. Oh yeah. He fucking destroys those poor soul reapers. Like, the one dude who just gets, like, fucking... Like, you can kind of see his bones in his uh, lower torso as there's a hole ripped into him. Like, yeesh. Um, Okiara just fucking wrecked those guys. Um, but then, and then... Um, but yeah, she's kind of given an ultimatum. And... Well, because the way she leaves, like, ma- makes the others think that, huh, maybe she's working with the Arankard. That's the only thing that makes sense. And, I mean, she was kind of forced to, but they're not wrong. Um, oh, yeah, Urahara is being a sneaky... It's like, he's, he's just doing a smart, sneaky thing. Like, he, um... He blocks the hit perfectly, and again with the the um, substitute guys, like yeah, I'm fine with it. It's Urahara. Oh, and poor Rukia just gets fucking wrecked. The worst part of the arc. Uh, zero to ten. You can't bully Rukia, Kubo. Stop. Although this does, <laughs> I think we we glossed over a little bit in like the mid section because I'm, this was the yeah. the second time that Rukia gets wrecked in this arc. Oh, you're right. Okay. Because in the or, first fight well, after she ices the one guy, ha, see what I did there, ha, iced, get it. Yeah, there's ha. a lot of that's like, there's like. Yeah, there's two powers characters. Of, like, well, she's snow. Hitsugaya is ice. It's completely different. Close enough. 
<laughs> Go on. But yeah, um. she she takes the one guy out, and then that's when I forget. Is it Grim Joe who does it the first time? Grim Joe did it the second time. I forget who did it the first time. But either way, like I remember, um, our good buddy uh, Sasuke, best character Shoto Kakashi <laughs> fan series guy, um, left left a comment saying like, oh, he they were excited for the next arc because uh, Rukia gets gets a fight in it, and um. Like she she took out the one guy in like one shot and I was like is that it? Because then she gets axed twice and it's like yeah I see I could before I was willing to like Rukia not really doing much was fine because obviously she didn't have her powers so there wasn't much she could do but now she's back and she's supposed to look like a threat and look cool and so far like her only fight which to be fair Bleach has a lot of these where a fight is not so much a fight more than it is a a squash or like one guy will look like they're losing and then come back and just wreck at their full power. Cause they didn't, they weren't at full power before. Uh, but with Rukia, she, you know, she gets to look cool for one brief moment and then she gets like stabbed in the gut and then she's down and Ichigo's got to fight the guy. And then yeah. right here she shows up and, Oh, she's coming to Ichigo's rescue, but Oh no, it's someone else has to save the day. Yeah. Shinji comes in. And it's like God, just let things. let Rukia look cool. Yeah, no. You're praising okay, I mean, to be fair, she was she wasn't. I don't remember. She wasn't training, was she? Not like Renji and Chad were. Like, she, she well, she wasn't training, but she's doing the soccer. She was she's doing the soccer thing. No, she she was <laughs> training Orihime, so it wasn't like she was pushing uh, okay. herself. She kind of had yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. She she was helping, but she wasn't helping herself, which is and and she does need to get stronger because like she 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 wasn't doing anything for like she only just got a soul reaper powers back, so. Um, but yeah, she was helping. So I guess on yeah, you're right. She was on one hand level. Hand. Um, we did earlier in this podcast talk about how Kubo was doing pretty well with the, with the female characters. Um, but like, yeah. So far, a lot of the more significant moments are kind of falling back on the males, um, which is that's true, a little absolutely. disappointing. Um, I wouldn't say that like it's still not quite like Kishimoto level where it's like, oh no, these are these are good <laughs> characters, but. They're, they're not actually as important as it seems like they're supposed to be. Yeah. Like, it's not like just because Rukia is getting beaten that her character is inherently less interesting for that because, you know, she still has her... It's not like it's uh, affecting her personality or anything, the, the interesting stuff that, you know, makes her yeah. a, a strong character, even if she's not a physically strong character. But still, it would be nice to see yeah, her yeah, have a little more to do when maybe she will. The arc's not over. But this is not a good, uh, I don't think this is, if this is going to be a trend, uh, uh. Yeah, let's hope not. Give my her girl Rukia her, her due. Give her her moments. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, so yeah, Shinji fights Grimjo for a bit, and Okiora comes in and is like, uh, we're done. We can go. They go. And then they go. And yeah, that, and then the octopus lady, she's fine, which, because again, I was a bit worried because she just got, she, she seemed to get destroyed, but it, she didn't, so it's okay. Um... But then, but then, oh, then she gets destroyed. But then what specifically? Like, well, because or, or he may. Oh, right? I was gonna say then. Well, I was gonna say if you want to talk about that 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 octopus girl person. Uh, yeah, she because they get they go back. Specific? I just mentioned her. And then Grim and then Grimjo like kills her, right? No, she she escaped. No, she's fine. He's a guy that did his thing, but she he she broke out of the ice, and she's like, oh, I'll smash you next time, and then they leave. Oh, but then she's but then fine. they go back to. And now, now I'm jumping ahead, which is probably why I'm throwing you off. But then they go back oh, to oh, they go back to okay, Hueco Mundo, cool. and then she gets destroyed. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. Okay, wait, hold on, let me find it. And I did, I did kind of like that. You're, you're jumping way ahead. There's like a few things that happened before that. Okay, well then we, we'll go back. 
We'll go back to it later. Or I guess go forward to it later. Yes, so... Well, because Orihime says her goodbye first. Yes, this is true. Because she uh, goes to Ichigo's sleeping body, and she's got her... She writes her letter, and it's sad. She's, you know, she's she's leaving so she can save them, and then they gotta save her. And she mentions that she's in love with Ichigo. And, uh, poor... There go the Ichigo Rukia shippers. Rest in peace. Uh, you're dead now. Because... <laughs> Orihime is main girl, apparently, so... Yeah, that did... That, um, did, yeah, that would have surprised the... me if this was not the way that the story went, because, like, otherwise... I mean, I hate to say it this way, but, like, with a shonen story, what Orihime's not very battle-savvy, um... I don't know, it just... Well, I don't know. I don't know. What am I even well, saying? that's kind of the like, point for been, her so far. It had been hinted at before that, like, there, there's, there's something. Something with Ichigo and uh, Orihime. Or at least from Orihime's end. Yeah. I remember, like... Uh, and this is a bit more of a direct... Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I do like what they're setting up here for Orihime. Because, again, like, you know, if each arc is going to kind of focus on one character, Orihime, while everybody else was off training, she was certainly uh, not very happy that... She was not allowed to train. Right, there's, and yeah, it's the, more build up in like during Soul Society. She was, you know, um, I, I I already mentioned it earlier. Like there's they're building up to something, and I'm curious as to what the resolution will be because there's definitely there's definitely some kind of build up here. But um, we need to see more to make sure. Um, there was also a little bit with with Chad that we kind of glossed over in the earlier fights because um, oh yeah, when the when right. the one. Uh, Arankara shows up and basically is like about to kill him and then Ichigo shows up and makes a save. Um, there's an interaction where Ichigo basically so- tells Chad to, to get out, to, to go, to run, to, you know, or step back. Right, because Chad's not strong enough. Like, his arm he, his arm takes damage when before it was doing just fine. Yeah. And Chad so. was like, what, do, do you not think I can have your back anymore? And so even though, like, supposedly this is not the chad arc that's what comes after Arankar, but chad is still getting something to do character wise like obviously like he's training to fight but there's a character thing attached to it like he needs to be strong yes. to stand side by side with ichigo or back to back or whatever right and he's he's fallen behind <clears throat> so yeah we'll see what comes of it oh yeah i did like this moment where um you know they want to go f- get orihime and uh, the sword was like uh no um <laughs> even Ruki is like, or, or, or I think, or she's like, I can't, uh, you know, accept your order to abandon Orihime, and she's like, and Yamamoto is like, okay, you know, I took precautions, and then fucking Kenpachi and Byakuya come in, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like, oh yeah, they're, you're, you can't. Uh, what are you guys gonna do? What are you guys gonna fucking do? Like, because Ichigo didn't actually beat Byakuya. Um, to, I mean, he probably like he's stronger now. But, um, and fucking Kenpachi. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, they're like, because I think they're the pretty much, they're pretty much the two strongest captains thus far, I would say. So, like, I can't think of anyone else who's gotten more, uh, build up for strength wise. So, <laughs> of course, they come in, and I'm like, oh shit. Um, that was pretty good. Yeah, except like maybe Yamamoto himself, because he was about to face off with two captains. Of course, yes, yes. But, I, 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 I guess I wasn't considering him a captain. Oh, yeah, but, oh, yeah uh, he is the captain the general, boss. so I suppose he's kind of he's exempt. He's the boss captain, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, and there's a bit of Tatsuki. Oh, yeah, I liked everyone sort of like when they were going off to the Hueco Mundo. Um, like, well, first you got Ishida and Chad, they're be like, you know, they're stronger, they can fight. Um, but then I like the bit where Urhar's like, you guys can come out now, and then like, they snuck along, like, and they're just like, now they're, they're basically, aware, like, everyone's aware, that's, I guess one, because with Karin, she became aware of the Soul Reaper thing, but that never really got 
expanded on, and then now they, these guys are aware of this Soul Reaper thing, but then the arc has to continue, so kind of a shame. Like, they all kind of know that there's some weird shit going on, but they just kind of, they're not able to sort of go into that yet, so yeah. it's kind of a shame. See, that was the thing, like, when they first cut back to Totsky at the school, um, well, first I was like, why is he to go back at school? Uh, but obviously he was kind of t- tying things off there before going off to to yeah. fight the iron cars. But at first when uh, like when Tatsuki showed up and had had her moment, I was like, wait a minute, is that it? Did Kubo really just cut to Tatsuki for this one moment and we're not going to see any more of her again? I would have been very disappointed if that was the case, but thankfully she did at least show up here. Because otherwise yeah, it's like, yeah. why even uh, show Tatsuki? Like, why? Why give this promise to nothing? She's the best of the classmates that didn't get it. Ah, she's good. Like, there was the one, like, she, she fucking, I think she, like, hit Ichigo, and he, like, the window behind it, like, she, this window got smashed, like, I'm like, damn, she's, yeah, she, she punched Ichigo into the fucking window, and he broke the window, like, goddamn, she is strong. (laughs) I definitely will say, like, um, yo, shame on the jump editors for, like, if Tatsuki was, Tatsuki is definitely the most interesting non-character character, character, if that makes sense, because, like, non-main character, not, not just because she's, physically strong and a fighter because like you know she's got the cool childhood friend dynamic with ichigo and she's got the cool connection yeah, with orihime yeah. so like yeah and the tomboy is as like that's that's something that, well that's something that neither rukia or orihime really falls in like or even i don't think there's even really a tomboy among any of the soul society girls like she's different she's she's a different archetype yeah. than pretty much any other character i can think of right now like maybe hiori is a little tomboyish kind of i don't know she's but it's like yeah, it's something different. So that's it. Would be nice to see more of. So if nothing ever comes out, I'm gonna say it now. Uh, get it out of the way. If nothing ever happens with Tatsuki's character, and she might have actually had the potential to be a character if Shonen Jump hadn't cut the arc short, then uh, fuck you, uh, Shonen Jump. Uh, no, you're right. Fuck you, Shonen Jump, indeed. Um, so yeah, moving on a bit. Um, yeah, we now we get the scene you were talking about earlier that I forgot about with Orihime. And the arm car, she heals Grimjo's arm, and then Grimjo takes that healed arm and fucks up the uh, the Octopus Lady and takes his sixth spot back. Um, so I don't know if she died because it's just the arm to the chest. That's not. It's 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 bleach. I must not, not be reading this art very well then, because I thought there was a massive explosion and like it blew off. Oh wait, maybe you're right. I thought like it blew off oh, her wait. top half. Oh yeah. But... Oh, she's. Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, she's gone. Okay, you're right. I I didn't see. It's small. I was focused on the big panel of her. Yeah. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. I wasn't. But <laughs> then again, this is bleach. I. Yeah, apparently a <laughs> well, character Orihime, is not like well, cause, the, the, cause as long as the the, ste- the series is still ongoing. Um, there's a the character's not dead. The character's not dead till the series is over. So <laughs> I mean, she seemed pretty minor. So maybe not. Maybe maybe not. But like, and uh, we'll consider Orihime's power. Like she doesn't heal as much as she reverses time. So like, please don't tell me that Orihime heals this one. No, I don't know. It may. Be, I don't really like. I don't really. She's like a pretty minor villain, so I'm like, whatever. But we'll see. I will um, hope that that's the end because I did like how um, there was like a Grimjo. there was a bit of a setup to or, like she was ready for a rematch with Hitsugaya, but then of course gets blown the fuck out by Grimjo here. So it's like setting up that expectation a, and then just dashing it immediately. And I I do like a yeah. little bit of subversion with that. So every so often, yeah. I hope that the, I hope that um, that's it. That this minor villain is done. Yeah. First chapter of the next arc, so, um, they come anyway, back. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how we'll see how that happens. Um, 
see so yeah, Urahara rescues Ishida. We get that moment I mentioned earlier where how Ishida's being like his dad and finding loopholes. Um, oh, and then we get a bit of a scene with uh, Ishida's dad and uh, Ichigo's dad. They know each other. They were, um, I mean, they were both uh, hollow hunters, so kind of makes sense. And they, they just have a bit of conversation, kind of shitting on each other for being bad dads. <laughs> but yeah, that's about it. And then, yeah, then those, the Ichigo, Chad, and Ishida arrive, and we're done. We made it. We're done with the arc. Fuck! I will say, moving forward, that uh, <laughs> I'm certain... One or no, keep going. Um, I just forgot something. Go on. Uh, well, I will say, like, moving into the next part of this arc... Um, I'm interested in what, like, what Ichigo's gonna do, although as interested as I'll be in Ichigo. Um, Chad's obviously got something to do character-wise, because he wants to stand by Ichigo's side again. But Ichi- er, Ichida. Ichida's been kind of, uh, disconnected from what's happening here. Like, obviously there's the, the, the relationship between him and Orihime that was established back in Soul Society, so there's that level of personal investment for his character to go join up with this fight but like at least with chad like not only there's the character moment for him trying to get to there but chad was also like involved fighting the rn cars for a bit but ishida has been completely well not completely there was the one thing with the one rn car that showed up but there's less of a i don't know ishida has felt pretty detached from everything else that's been going on so uh i'll be interested to see what happens with him how they kind of work him into this arc. Into the, yeah, yeah. But I do have a, I'm yeah, a little, oh, I'm little concerned with, the, with Ishida. And yeah, yeah. I'm, de- I'm definitely curious to see how it goes though. Because they, like, they, they set up a few ideas and the question is like, how do they get delivered on? Um, but yeah, so, thing I forgot. <laughs> um, the teleports behind you counter. Um, I forgot about last episode oh, God. too. Because um, last episode, you had Byakuya teleporting behind Renji. Um... You had Soifon teleporting behind Yorichi, and then you had Ichigo teleporting behind Byakuya. And then this stretch of chapters, um, Matsumoto was fighting uh, the Arn car, um, the big one, big sumo-looking guy, and she has her, like, he was using his own version of the flash step, so he teleported behind her, and then she teleported behind him. So, <laughs> there you go. There's two episodes worth of teleporting um, <laughs> that I forgot about how it's... <laughs> So I hope I didn't just bing you all to death. Uh, I did. I did. You've all been binged to death by binging noises. All right. So, so yeah, definitely. I think like again, I, like, as I said in the beginning, I the highs there there weren't as many as Soul Society. Like there there weren't the same amount of highs as Soul Society, but or they didn't hit as high rather. But overall, I definitely enjoyed this stretch of chapters. Like I think it definitely had some of the good of Soul Society with some of the good of the Substitute Soul Reaper arc and. I'm curious as to see. I want to see all that where how the setup gets paid off. Um, I'm I'm excited. I want to re- like I, I was my enjoyment was clicking. I was glad to be reading, and I I want to be reading more in the uh, in, that, in two weeks. I guess. Um, did you have any other final thoughts on the arc uh, so thus far? Because again, it's like we're just reading the setup, so we don't quite know. like. I think that might be another part of the reason I enjoyed it. Like with Soul Society, like I knew about Rukia getting taken to be executed. I've known about that for ten years since I watched the anime for the first time and stopped. So, like, yeah, I got... There was resolution, but um, it was was finally just resolving this one thing I'd known about for so long. But with this arc, I kind of didn't really, like... I knew about Orihime getting kidnapped because people were like, oh, it's repetitive. It's just like, oh, it's the same thing again. But I'm like, well, if different ideas are explored, then 
fine. I don't mind. But um, but so, but aside from that, I really knew nothing about the arc. Like I knew there were Arnkar characters. I knew Eisen was a boy. Like I didn't know about the Hogyoku. Like there, the Hogyoku. Hogyoku. Fuck. So now I'm saying Hogoku, like Goku. Hogyoku. Yes. Um. So there's other things relevant to the arc, and um. So and I'm finally experiencing it. So yeah, it's cool. I enjoyed it, but also didn't. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it was good. Also not in places, but yeah. Yeah, we'll, 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 we're only, like I said, we're only a fourth of the way through the fucking arc. So next time, for next time, um, the chapter numbers get a little weird. So basically, for next time we're reading 242 um, to right before 316, which is not 315. Because after 315, you get chapters negative 108 to... Negative ninety-seven. I guess I guess the arc is called "Turn Back the Pendulum," and so that's like ten chapters right there. So read those. Um, so once you see three hundred sixteen, stop because we're not reading three hundred sixteen. We're reading everything before three sixteen. So that's a nice uh, it's a nice eighty chapter stretch we get to read next time. Um, so is it like uh like revisiting so yeah. the like ninety-seven to one hundred eight, but just from a I different don't know. Lens? Well, I'm well. One hundred eight is a Buddha is an important number in Buddhism, and Ble- Bleach apparently has a lot of Buddhism in it uh, that I don't recognize because I don't know much about Buddhism. Like someone link, uh, linked me to a a college essay on the Buddhism Buddha, the Buddha aspects of Buddhism in Bleach, and I don't, didn't want to read it because I figured it's probably full of spoilers. So, um, but it sounded interesting. Well, kind of like how Naruto had a lot of like Japanese myth references, you know, with Amaterasu and in. You know, Inazami, 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 yeah, that kind of shit. Um, that that I don't really know because I don't know a lot about that. Like, if you if you they were to use Greek mythology, I'd be like, yeah, I know Zeus, I know I know Norse mythology, I know Odin, I know Egypt, um, bits and pieces. You know, not a lot. But with Buddhism and uh, Japanese mythology, I'm like, eh, I can't. I know, you know, so. It's just that perspective. So it's yeah. So that's that's why I think because I think um Death Note has 108 chapters because they wanted to end it at 108 chapters. So, uh, because Buddhism, I don't know. <laughs> so. And then Ichigo finds a death note and everything changes when the Fire Nation attacks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, anyway, anyway, um, I think that's everything. Thank you for listening and we will catch you on the next one for more. Not the end of the hook. hook. This is our first. No, the war was three parts too. Yeah, but yeah, this long arc is longer than the war, the Naruto war. So it's like, goddamn. <laughs> All right. So yeah, thanks for listening. Bye.